was a phenomenon. He he was like uh, this. He was like Giannis or Durant <clears throat> or something. He was this like evolutionary leap in the center position because of his sky hook. His sky hook is, is still his the, sky hook. His you sky said hook. it like an old school. You could. Dude, we got a classic sky hook in well, here. It's the truth though. I mean, that sky hook to this day. I mean, no one's been able to do it since. I know. No it's just, it's just called it. the hook shot now. Well, yeah, but it's like I mean that he would hit him from like thirty feet when away. When I hear the word sky hook, I hear yeah. I think of th- like shooting underhand, uh, like Rick or something Barry? like that. No, yeah. no, no, the sky hook is it is it, it was <laughs> sky hook because you're getting Daddy? the sky up there, man, with your hook. What up, brother? He literally. He literally. <laughs> he literally had a. Uh, he would take like thirty-five foot shots with that, like, and before the three existed, before there was a three-point play, like he would take that shot like thirty feet away. Sometimes he would also do it from six feet away. He just he had mastered it all over the court. He really uh, he was a freak. So yeah, he lived. We got mean, a Greek I, freak on TV here. Welcome. You <clears throat> we're pre-showing it up, by the way, guys. Everybody. <laughs> he, so he was born in New York. Went to college in, in UCLA in the 60s, and then he had to go to Milwaukee <laughs> in 1970. What is this movie called? Detroit. Milwaukee. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah this oh, was from a, 2017. Yeah, the, yeah. this was about the uh, riot of 1967, I think. But when this happened, white flight, it was literally within a year Quite to two flat. years, half, half the white population had moved out of the city. <laughs> if batteries, we'll move that out of the way. It's oh, fucking inferior. Man. All right, man. You ready here in a minute? We got a viewer who's watching. Who we got watching? Exactly. <clears throat> they were on for twenty-two seconds. We're getting going. <laughs> but a cream leather. So he he demanded a trade. He had to get out of Milwaukee. He, they won a championship, and then his last big year, rivalry with the Lakers back when it was a, a, a were the Lakers in Minneapolis at the time. No, come on. What? Come on, Keith. You, 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 come on. They moved to many. To, to I thought LA. they moved in like the '60s. No, it was in the very early '60s. I think it might have been '59, even or '60 or '61 in, in that time period. But no, there wasn't really a rivalry. Uh, Kareem, also the last year he was in Milwaukee, uh, they went to the finals and lost to the Celtics because the Bucks used to be in the West. So uh, they lost in a seven-game series to like John Havlicek and Don Nelson and like that caliber of, uh, you know, I, I think maybe who else was on that team? Dave Cowens. <laughs> the, the 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 Celtics won in '74 and they beat the Bucks and I think that that was, that was Kareem's oh, last no. year or he could have been traded the year after that he was traded I think maybe in '74 '75 to to the uh, to the Lakers that was a big deal he, he he had to get back to L.A. he he was not liking living in <laughs> how's your headphones that, that, that sounds great it's crisp All right. it's good I like it. I like that sound we're gonna get going in a minute here uh, so again. We're gonna, let's talk about the Texas trip, the flights, the layovers. Yeah. Let's get into that. I mean, we'll see. We'll hear the music. Talk about you know, H-E-B. When I hear the music, it cleanses the palate. So what I'm saying right now, 45 seconds from now, could be totally wrong, totally off. But you know something? We're going to wing it because we're professionals. That's what we do. I just, just like I winged it to Texas this weekend. <laughs> you like that? That was good. Absolutely. Was fucking good. Ten seconds, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show.
From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. And a question of psychopath. Are you settled? Yeah, I was just thinking about some things, man. Just, you know, going through the song once again. It's, we're back after a two-week absence. About a week and a half, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know. Would have been shorter back. if Southwest Airlines didn't fuck their shit up. <laughs> but here, welcome into the podcast. I am Keith Pazel. This is my podcast. Excellent. Here with Adam Crocious. Hello, everyone. Uh, we're going to watch a little TV. We're going to make fun of it and, and talk about things going on on the television and in our lives. Exactly. You know, so it's, sort of, it's sort of like a therapy session meets Mystery Science 3000. Yeah, it's there you a, go. It's a little bit of that. It, it's t- talking about our childhood. It's always a little bit kind of odd, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I've listened to some of the episodes. Yeah, esoteric will put on some Planet Earth stuff here. Exactly. This yeah, is what you, you like. The show sounds okay. Better than I thought. Hey, anything, you know? anytime you're feeling down, you p- pop on some penguins. Gotta watch exactly. on YouTube, by the way, if you don't know what we're talking about. That's why you watch on YouTube. Exactly. And the noise suppression is going on. <laughs> there we go. All right. There we go. That's uh, Who's narrating this bitch right here? Richard Attenborough, I bet you. It has to be. Yeah. What are they going to do when he dies? Yeah, he's. You think they're going to James Earl Jones it where they just have enough <laughs> voice? They can sort of put it to together. Amalgamate it together. <laughs> gonna get fucking copywritten by Danny Elfman for this music right here. <laughs> Vast numbers of chinstrap penguins. It, of course, it's chinstrap penguins. You're witnessing two or three die every two seconds. Right? <laughs> yeah. Even just that wave cresting onto the penguins. Like, there's yeah. penguins perishing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's no way. Look at them. They're so adorable. <laughs> so, how was, your, how was your time off? I saw you posed... At a pool, you were getting wild at a pool with oh, C.J. Yeah, Sullivan. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I took Saturday off from driving. I golfed. I had my best golfing outing since I've moved here, and I finally had one that I'm actually kind of proud of at Roosevelt, which is the home course that I play. It's a nine-hole course, and uh, typically I golf between a 45 and a 50. I cannot I cannot consistently break 45 there, which is very frustrating to me. Well, I had a 44 there, you know, a couple weeks ago. It didn't golf that well. Actually, I, I got pissed off a couple of times. Threw a couple of clubs. Into the, do you ever get, want to throw it away or do you just go into the ground? You ever I, launch one where you're like, I'm I, not going to find that? I, 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 
I tomahawk chop over my head into the ground. That's my <laughs> that's my go to. Like trying to stick it bam, into the ground. Bam. Oh, I just I mean I do that probably once around, which is not a good. It's not a good habit. It's not a good habit. But I had a 41. I golfed a 41, the best I've ever golfed. I beat the 44, which was pretty good for me. I had a 41 last Saturday. I had four pars in a nine-hole course and now one seven. how can we seven. announce we are off the air when we are off the air? I'm just hitting random fucking drops. <laughs> this is the random drop era of the so show. So, again, you asked uh, what I, how my time off was. I did that. Then I was going to maybe drive, but, you know, I was invited over to, to CJ's apartment. He's got a little pool back there, so... I just floated fucking in the pool haunted for a while. some kids. You were yelling at children, I hear. <laughs> well, you see, I, I have towards my, children. No, I was not yelling towards children. I was just upon giving, children. I was giving a boxing lesson. You were box. I, you were teaching children to box. No, well, C.J. Sullivan and Aaron Madsen or Aaron Sullivan, uh, they were there, and, and I was teaching it's their a, home. Yeah, uh, I was showing Aaron in particular because she put the gloves on initially and was hitting C.J. with them. Were they like water glove for the pool? No, no, no. They were actual boxing gloves that I used. I see. I started boxing again. You brought your boxing gloves because I had them in my bag okay. that I had my, my my swimming trunks in. So she got in there and she got them out and she oh, it's a good workout. I was like, yeah, it is. She gave them to me and I gave an actual a, a lesson on, on the five main punches, on the five main punches, and I did that and how you repeat them. I, I, so I've gotten back into it. I've uh, I've had two weeks and I've boxed four times, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Have you gotten hit truly yet? Gotten your no, bell rung? No, no, no. It's just you gonna get the, your bell rung, baby. You got to get in there. You got to feel the sting. You know what was good this last time I went in was uh, one one of the uh, bo- uh, the bouncers. I was gonna say one of the uh, trainers put this like they put this heavy thing around their waist and you, you can punch them in the gut and stuff because they have this big heavy and, and then they These they charge you they charge you, you with this it? fucking bird up right here. You know, and they charge you with it, you know, with it, and you got to hit him. And, and if he crosses this line, he makes you do a burpee. So you have to try to push him away and punch him away from crossing this line. So you're doing so, like aerobic boxing. Yeah, yeah, it's like got that ex-girlfriend type shit. It, it is. Uh, you sweat very well. I like it. I really, I have to sweat. I have to have a good, solid sweat. Otherwise, I don't feel like I'm. When you said out. that, I imagine you like Jennifer Jason Lee and fucking flash dance. <laughs> Jennifer Jason or Lee whoever and flash the fuck. Dance. It was J- Jennifer Beals. Whatever the Jennifer fuck. Jason I mix Lee them up the- all the time. <laughs> Same era. It's if you were of my age group, you would not think that Jennifer Beals. By the way, she still looks good. I might add. And, and Jennifer Jason Lee, that that's Fast Times at Ridgemont High. You know when they used to actually. How many open years the- apart were those movies? One. One year apart. 82 and 83. So it was of the same era. So I'm it not is. off totally. Yeah, I, know, I know, I know, I know. They're but Jennifers, uh, of, a, Jennifers <laughs> of, of a passing era. But yeah. Uh, Don't so, we all have that? So that, yeah. I, I was, uh, I've been doing the See boxing thing. And, you know, and so. Flick around. I was at a pool, which it was great for my back. I just floated in the pool for a little while and it was like, felt so good. This I'm, is exciting because we got the new Fast 9 coming out. And so now we have the inevitable, like the new ones coming out. So they're going to have the new, like, this is probably the first time the fifth one has been on TV. And when was the fifth one made? Let's see. Well, Walker was 2011. Wow. So Paul Walker's in it. This is 10 years. Rest in pace. Yep. Wow. What a a bizarre franchise. Are these actually good movies? I've never never seen a single second. They're good if you, they're professional wrestling. I mean, yeah. you cannot take them seriously at all. You would hate these movies. A hundred percent. No way. There's no way you can suspend your disbelief enough yeah, to yeah. enjoy these movies. <laughs> I don't have the time to suspend it. It's too much energy to suspend, to suspend it. I want to. There's got to be a certain realism. 
So you I mean, they're movies. So you generally movies. like movies though that are about real things, like I, real I tend events. To. I, I tend to, but at the same time, like what's your favorite absolute work of fiction that's not based in any sort of reality at all? God, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I, I have to think about that. I, I haven't thought about that. Edward so, Scissorhands? No. Uh, you a big Edward no. Scissorhands fan? You know, I'm trying to think. Would it, would it be a Star Wars? Would it be a, you know, I mean, would it be something on that level for me? I don't know. I, you know. Something hipster like 2001. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my whole like. I smoked opium under a glass in 1984. My whole defining myself by movies and like music is just, it's just changed now. I just like what I like. And, and, and I I don't like sort of use it as a measuring stick anymore. You know, of like, oh, is this person cool or not? You know, look at him. Oh, this is the Rock's debut, I think. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. See, was he actually helping them? Because I love how they're all fully uniformed, <laughs> except for Dwayne, the fucking Rock Johnson. He has to show off those arms. I know. <laughs> okay, here. <laughs> I'm gonna sweep you off your feet in five seconds. Well, I mean, he's being cast for you know. You know, I mean, you know, yeah, you said wrestling. It makes sense. I mean, there is. I mean, that's. Listen, I used to look down on movies like this, but you know something? If it's escapism that people enjoy, honest to God, go. You know, that's see. Fine. That's why I don't that's mind fine. bad movies, and yeah. why I get super. Why I kind of like get, bad movies. I used to really like bad movies a lot. Well, yeah, that's why I get annoyed <laughs> when people go super hard on movies because even when they're bad it's you're still escaping yeah no one says you have to like a vacation yeah, exactly like you go to i like it i like that you attitude. go to places and it, it might suck i went to niagara falls it was okay yeah yeah well, toronto yeah. was dope yeah what's your i have a question for you because you put it on me and i want to put What's your favorite bad movie you think of all time? Like truly Probably like Jaws 4 or Leprechaun or something like that. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But not like I really kid. like Jaws 4. <laughs> I used to watch that a lot when I was a kid. Jaws 4. Well, we've talked about it before. Michael Caine's funny in it. You got fucking so Mario Mario Van Peebles in his one of his final works before <laughs> he went solely into film directing black centric movies. <laughs> Yeah, his whole his death. Mario Van Peebles. <laughs> he was the first white guy to pretend to be Jamaican. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, that movie again. One of the few movies I've walked out of. I Jaws four. You couldn't yes. handle it. You couldn't and, take and, it. And I was. You have to understand. Jaws to me was the introduction to film. The power but, of film before Star Wars was Jaws for me. When I saw Jaws at six years old, it blew my mind. Let's be honest, it though. It blew my mind. I loved it. You didn't think Jaws 4 was going to be good, right? Well, no, I knew it was going to be kind of shitty. I was 18, but I thought, okay, maybe there's something here. At the same time, boy, that that, that Jaws 3D. Speaking of sequels, I saw Rocky 2 this week, too. I watched that. But but it was like, when, what a horrible, I mean, at least Rocky has more more of a franchise think, than Jaws. Jaws was a rotten but franchise. But do you think Rocky is, at, I mean, at this point, Rocky's a comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but but at the same time. Like, like they're actually respectable movies that have a plot. You know the formula. Jaws, they did not deal with that well because it's, it's it's a one trick pony. At the end of the day, it's it's just this monster. Here, let's shark. see what the Rock has to say. You know, it's just Sue Prince, Aaron Fiver. What a diverse <laughs> squad. I know. Yeah, they we do. tracked the owner off the vehicle ID. There are a couple shell companies in between, but we finally traced it back to a corporate. See, he has the oh, dude, desk. You see how job. he leaned in. He's got. <laughs> Might as well have pinched her ass with that dialogue right there. Legal happening in Rio. Reyes is involved. Okay, then so are we. 
you could get us any closer to our guys. I want everything. Look at how this, when he quit wrestling, he got so big because he's allowed to do steroids now. Were steroids actually made illegal in wrestling? Oh, yeah. When was that? When Eddie Guerrero died in 2004 or 5. Wow. 100%. Yeah, they don't juice at all anymore. They have strict drug policies now. Wow. That's au naturel, baby. Yeah, so the era that I remember, (laughs) they were juicing hard oh yeah it led to, i mean all, all these those guys fucking cardiovascular systems imploded yeah, on themselves exactly it was the same 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 arc as i've been watching them grabbers you, you think of like late 80s football boy roids were huge too roids were in the 70s Ooh. also but, Ooh. oh my god hold on i love where we get excited and then it's just black children it's early in it too it's early in it oh yes this will be good to riff on. Now we can talk yeah. about my vacation. Exactly. Just leave yeah, Godfather yeah, yeah. I, 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 Fuck what I was going to talk about. I want to hear about your vacation. Oh, this is a great scene. This is when the <laughs> senator has to talk business with him. He's the one who arranged this whole thing. For you, uh, I, I want to see how if they they won't bleep it, will they? They won't bleep it. No, this is paramount. Oh. This is it's going to be bleeped. Shit! They just they just will censor it and they play like it's like a nine hour broadcast because they play the commercials yeah. and shit. It's like you and your whole phony family when he tells him to fuck off. Go up a little bit. Your family of Jews. I should tell you I am a blunt man. I would like to see the Godfather overlaid with current conspiracies. <laughs> you know, my father thinks you Jewish people control a big laser in the sky. Well, there's a, I mean, Hyman Roth. <laughs> you control two major hotels in Vegas. Dude, when I was a kid, I thought these movies were good only because my parents did. Like, I would sit and watch them, and I would be like, you know, eventually I'll probably like these movies. <laughs> uh, I didn't get them to my early thirties. Oh, my sources. When, 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 I, when my business balls dropped, when I truly started to understand how business worked, this mo- these movies came alive to me. They came alive to me. Getting my teeth cut in Chicago, and how it still is an old Flick school city. While this is on. Oh, this is a great scene of dialogue, though. We gotta watch well, yeah, but bit. this is not conducive to a good podcast. Well, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. We can listen a little bit. Just be patient. Turnbull is a good man. Yeah, well, let's, let's cut out the boot. I don't want to spend any more time here than I have to. <laughs> you can have a license. Price is $250,000. I love how he has a bok choy tree. <laughs> fucking i do fucking uh bonsai i've been doing bonsai you know after i got clobbered by that cop i need something to therapy myself that's right i say therapy myself i'm fucking tony soprano he just turns into tony soprano, soprano more and more yeah, even though he's actually uh now why Al would Pacino. i consider paying more than that because i intend to squeeze hyman my dick is out underneath this desk right now i'm gonna it's just good plot lines, you know. Well, yeah, that's that's the whole this this movie is all plot because there's nigh of any action until like like yeah. random points of the movie they'll the have setup, like up the setup is so satisfying. It's setup is so satisfying. You masquerade, you know, the dishonest way you pose yourself. You dago guinea you bitch. Absolutely. They say all the time, listen, he's being back for that Mick Jew friend. <laughs> I love it. They're old school Oh, dude, racist. they let fucking white slurs fly in this. Absolutely. You, know. you want to know if there's a racial slur for white guy? Watch The Godfather. Well, again, at this point in our in the absurdity of our, of our world, and I've said this before, it's a punchline to a joke, just bring back white on white racism at this point. Why not? Just bring it back. It, nothing, none of it matters anymore. So Did that ever exist? You know, did that ever exist? Yeah, but like white on white racism is just crime. 
dude, 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 Irish need not apply. That that, that you oh, can get a yeah, job. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that crap but is isn't real. That, I always consider. I always thought that was just like fucking. I never thought that as as racism is just like fucking being a, like <laughs> no it is anti-immigrant. Well, yeah, it, well, gee, I, I think those two are somewhat related. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say they're they're cut from a similar? Yeah, but I think cloth? that's just where I'm <clears throat> modernly wired to where I, I literally think there were some areas that didn't have black folks either, like up in the Northeast. So an Irish yeah, person was like honest, looked down on. You know, the Irish they fucking got a golf club in their hands. <laughs> they started winning U.S. Opens and yeah. fucking the Irish were shit upon for many a year yeah well rightfully you know, so they smell decades. like wet ham they're born dirty <laughs> they eat <laughs> yeah it, it is so all that old school white racism one I mean, time paul miller Chicago Sh- still has that you chicago that. comedian paul miller walked out on power hour because i was calling people white trash and he was just like you're being racist that was when i realized like all right you can't really be racist against white things well, you know, it's you can, but it doesn't matter. That's that's my opinion. Oh, yeah, you yeah. can, but it doesn't matter. See, you so like matter. who cares about Irish and Italians? Go back. Go back to your boot country. You fucking <laughs> you greasy spaghetti but, but mongrels. The They've become fully white now. See, to me, to one of the ways that we should be subversive is to under bring back white on white racism. I'd only be in the mafia for the banquets. <laughs> you, you and also. Oh, this uh, that guy looks like monk. <laughs> fucking got Tony Shalhoub running around there. This is a long cut. This is an interesting cut. That, oh, here we go. Yeah, here Dude, that, that's Frank me drinking Bandagely. out of the hose, baby. Absolutely. Love that shit. Frank Bent. Tastes a little bit like rubber for, for a good minute coming Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Look at fucking Fredo. Fredo, you <laughs> Mick Dago. Just he's, he ain't no Mick. He's, you know, some families are off the boat. Fredo's the boat. Oh, dude. They fucking rode Fredo into the new country. He, he is. And I said this <laughs> said this before comparing it to the book uh this is where the movie gets a lot better it's, it's the real strength of the movie is they really develop his character much better the book he's he's not really talked about much because he's very much the don is embarrassed by him because he can't keep his dick in his pants and he's impregnated all these women in new york like four or five different women around that they know about and they're just like they're embarrassed so they send him to vegas oh i know about you know? that i know so, about it but anyway yeah they develop I don't Dude, <laughs> check this out right here I got the fuck. Oh, I can't take it out. I have a remake of the end of this where they blow off, where they blow him off in the back of the head in the boat when they kill Fredo. Oh yeah, yeah. I have a remake of that with toys Ooh, over man. here. Ooh, man, man, that's awesome. Ooh, that's awesome. <laughs> you get such a a middle aged man boner over the Godfather. Absolutely, it's I do. Hilarious. I love, it. I love it. It's so good. It's fucking hysterical. It's so good. <laughs> it's just- we watch. I don't think. <laughs> I wonder what would happen if I would have dropped the Godfather on, on Alicia's family. Her dad probably would have liked it, but everybody else. I made him watch Stand By Me, though. Did, did, did they like it? Uh, yeah. I mean, her mom has seen it. Yeah. I, I would imagine they all put uh, her nephew, Matthew, sat in on it. And they were dropping a lot of fucks and shits, yeah. pussies. Yeah. Yeah. We grew the boy's ears up a little bit. <laughs> How old is he? How old was he? He's turning 12. Okay. He's going to be 11. Good age to see. Oh, sorry. Okay. <clears throat> I cracked a good joke. He got a Nerf gun and I was, and it says 12 or up and his birthday was the next week. And I was just like, you can't use, you're not allowed to use this yet. <laughs> it's like, come on. It's, it's a 12 week. or up. He's a, he's a, he's a fun kid. He's cool. real. Dude, these kids. Yeah. They all speak TikTok language. They all yeah. read so many books. They're just like 
spewing information their small talk is information our small talk was like yeah borderline hate speech when yeah. i was a kid yeah <laughs> it's really interesting to see how these kids have grown that's why you should love the godfather because you have old school yeah. insults Calling oh, yeah. someone a pollock or a kraut you know a fairy my, oh, a man. mo oh, to i call said, someone a mo Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, man. i think back on, the, on those times and by those times i mean only eight years ago no but, but I, I think back on those everybody times, you're popping in come chat we got a we got an active chat here i am so glad that i matured out of my homophobia i am so glad. i think i matured out of it anybody like in 05 04 it took me a while to mature out of my homophobia you know oh five yeah i was in my mid 30s till batman begins well i I mean you know so not saying faggot and things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, now you just whisper it on well, a yeah, podcast. Because it's just because no, we're here say with it, the people. You know? We're in a trusting circle. Everybody knows we're, on a, we're on a delay. So they're hearing it right now. <laughs> but it's I, I'm glad. But but yeah, this is what is that fucking old boy from taxi right no, there? Who it is? It's Johnny Ola. He's basically the concierge. Oh, of, this uh, drunk fucker. Of, uh, Get the hose waters taking effect. Of Hyman Roth. He's Hyman Roth's right hand man. Look this at is, this. This is a good little scene. You like this. this In three scene. minutes, we're going to have to catch the beginning of this. Oh, absolutely. Hallmark? Her, her oh, pen pal. Oh. Yeah, I like it. All right. I'm excited about that. But I want to see this scene here, too. It's, it's got some music, but it's not. It what I love about The Godfather is everything is a distraction for a murder. They use every opportunity. Oh, Grandpa's up on stage, fucking leading the band. Let's go fucking garrote some fucking. Well, this is setting up his some Pakistani in the. F- So you're setting up the characters as to who has to go to Michael for favors. Look, and Frank Pantangeli. Dude, I can't wait to get old so I can be an old gang gangster. Because then you just go. I want to want to be. Hey, Pimpini. You don't even have to say words. What a bunch of fucking morons. <laughs> Italians suck. Come on, man. They do not suck, man. They're, they're, I mean. That's my, Look at my this annoying broad like, dude. Well, the only thing good Talia Shire brought to the world was Jason Schwartzman. What do you? Hey, listen, she was also a uh, she was in Rocky. Yeah, and fucking <laughs> fucking crying like Lucille Ball and shit. What in Rocky? She balls a lot because old fucking old Frank or whatever the fuck Fred tortures her. No, you don't. know you're a square. Oh my god, you need to get laid. You're a square. Oh, I watched Rocky two this week. Hey, and they she, abused she gives, the fucking yeah, Christ she, she out of her. She has like a premature birth because Paulie's like, "What are you doing to Rocky's head?" Like, listen, she's Paulie eight keeps months pregnant. punching me in the sternum. You know, it's just like holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I punch her in the sternum, Rock. You don't understand. <laughs> she calls me dumb because I'm a Italian. <laughs> fucking mongrel race the, the, <laughs> God, on, Jesus you're actually b- buying into my theory again of white on white racism it's we all need, good we, it's we good. need to bring back white but on white racism yeah that's but it's fun well yeah but what's good about that is it'll divide Ooh, white people the end of this. white people need to be divided right now I don't know if you know this <laughs> come on fucking Marvel and DC films divide white people yeah. <laughs> Let's see how long we get fucking from a southern wedding. I don't think we're going to be able to fucking get that. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Is this a... Look at them. That, oh, this this, is the that's end. the kiss signifying that they're about oh, to make babies. Oh, okay, okay. That's okay. the make baby kiss. 
<laughs> her I can't plan. Addie okay, McGill. we're gonna get a little bit of a fucking. Paris. It's gonna be amazing. Cameron's just told us he's bringing a date. Okay. Cam was my first love. I'm pretty sure Jacques was oh. your first love. Jacques. Ready to go to France, everybody? Women. Are you ready to go to Paris? There are certain women who love. Paris. I would. I'll fucking. I'm call me abroad then, because I'm ready to go to Paris. I've been to Paris. I like Paris a lot. Is it a actually. good time? I like Paris. It, it, it was Did after you drugs. There is it a drug town? It doesn't feel like a drug town. Oh, uh, you can find it there <clears> definitely. Uh, but with me, I, I end up getting loaded there. We do the molly. <laughs> it's the MDMA. <laughs> no, I, I went. That was part of my my first trip to Europe. I flew to London. Went to Amsterdam. It was my city after Amsterdam. So I actually had have to come a backpack down because I had like. Partied for a week straight. with yeah, his backpack. Absolutely, absolutely. A little slider, you know, a little slider and a little more wet behind the ears. And I was, uh, I, I went there for a month. That was a fun trip. That was a fun trip. It was easy. So what do we think she's in Paris for? So her friend's wedding, obviously. Yeah, it's a wedding. Uh, yes, she's planning. Can it. you imagine? Look at these making your friends buy plane tickets to Paris. Uh, I know to be that self-absorbed. Just like eesh. yeah, you know, it's just she's like, not in the room. You could fucking. We'll see who likes me. Oh, I tell you what, CJ <laughs> <C>. Sullivan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Using that as your filtering mechanism. I like that. Is you that you say that every morning? Like you you get ready in the morning and you go. All right, we'll see who likes me. <laughs> no, but, but, but couldn't you see like that? That being, the, that being the filter for like, if you're not going to come to Paris, I guess we see who's really committed. No, I went to a destination wedding. CJ had a destination wedding that was fun. It was Where was fun. it at? Yeah, and fucking, he went it, to fucking. It was Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. You know, so it was kind of a fun little went party. To the went to fucking a Lansing Airport. You guys watch fucking Cessna's fucking <laughs> land and take off. No. no, we went to Puerto, Puerto Vallarta. Oh, Seriously, it's a fun town. This. Ooh, 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 this is good. God, look at this. You, 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 before the show, ladies and gentlemen, before the show, you know, he's like shitting. Ooh, TV's a little down right now. It's the off season. Well, there's no there's news. Some fucking, there's some scores, <clears throat> Yeah, man. it's off TV. This is on Peacock right I mean, we now. We got Godfather 2 coming back at some point. Let's that. watch this John Wayne Gacy. When I got home and I walked in the door. He was fucking the presents. I have something to tell you. And then I knew. I mean, that's all she had to say. I knew that she was going to tell me that he is somehow connected to this. Ooh, ooh look at that young man. Ooh, he really did that, go after fucking Kenny Loggins looking motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Wow, look, look at those. Look at that shit. There we go. Look at that old Chicago. I didn't realize as that, a that's kid. Navy Pier, that's Navy Pier. I didn't realize as a kid that it was such a. I thought it was far enough into the suburbs that it like wasn't on the news. I didn't know that this was like local Chicago news when this was happening. My yeah. Tom was oh yeah. Three years older than me. He was young, tight. You know, tighter. He was the tightest of the whole family. Oh, Driving, and I was a young kid. He was nineteen years old. Man, these guys just have looked like shit right now. This, this is. Uh, you look good for your age. I know. Well, I look know, at this and I'm just like, Krill looks good. Yeah, because I mean, they really aren't that much older than me. You know, seriously, mm -hmm. they, they're they're, they're like ten them. years older than me. So yeah, eight, ten, apartment. twelve years older than me. And had to call the police. Dude, it's crazy how much of television is just like murder and yeah. weather. I, <laughs> those are those are yeah. the two things. Trust neither. <laughs> it, it basically it's a giant show about yeah. trust. Well, now we're you talking know? about the X Files. You know, so it, <laughs> got yeah, that that look, that look, that hair. That's a look that I remember very well. So have you ever well. been to Texas? 
Oh, yeah. I haven't been in a long time, though. Dude, it's crazy how th- close but far things are. Like, we flew over El Paso because you can track your flight in yeah. the, on the plane. And when we flew over El Paso, they were announcing to, like, gear down for landing. <laughs> Like let's we're we're getting we're getting ready for our descent into San Antonio because they like set you because they have to slowly go down. Yeah. But then like it's an eight hour drive from El Paso to San Antonio. <laughs> and we, that's when we started like landing. <laughs> it's because you're also going 485 huge, miles an hour. You know? I mean, it's it's a huge landmass. They're totally putting in the gas crisis. That, oh, well, I'm maybe sorry. he is out there. I'm sorry. That he but, is yeah. alive. I apologize, man. My, no, 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 you're totally, fine. I, I, with, with taxes, fine. No, absolutely. So you, well, how long were you there for, ma'am? We were there for three days. So it was a Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Okay. Uh, had a good time. Had a pool party. I got fucking burnt up. I'm all chiseled. Fucking yeah. my skin's peeling. I probably got melanoma. I'm yeah. Fucking Berkman out. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, man. I When I drive, I, I, I put sunscreen on. Not every day, but almost I every did day. in all the wrong spots. I did my yeah. face and my legs <laughs> like a fucking retard. <laughs> You got to get on your back, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when you get it in the small of your back. We ate fucking Pizza Hut, Pizza Crow. Uh, uh, when you when you have sunburn in the small of your back, uh, it is like the worst feeling. Get you this. can't scratch it. You're not going to get this, but I got to get this out for the viewers. Yeah. So, Larry's nephew, Matthew. Yeah. Nephew, Matthew. Yeah. What a tongue. What a what a <laughs> roll off the tongue. Yeah. The theme of his party was Jawsome. You ever have a theme for your party, Crocious? No, we didn't have that. That wasn't a thing you did, really. I didn't do it, but I but yeah. it was a thing. Yeah. But I didn't do it. The, his theme was Jawsome. This kid's never seen the Street Sharks. <laughs> the Street Sharks was a cartoon as a, about four young men. One was a skater. One was an athlete. One was a burnout, but didn't smoke. You know how every cartoon had yeah. a burnout, yeah, but yeah. not burnt out on weed, just burnt out on being a fucking slacker? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So four bros, all bro, the Bolton brothers, <laughs> they turn into sharks, <laughs> and then that they fucking tear through the street. Their fins come up through the street. It's a great time. Absolutely, I loved the street sharks as yeah. a kid. Yeah, absolutely. These kids have never seen the street sharks, but they know Jawsome. Okay, okay. I find I'm impressed by that. That the street sharks has carried on. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it also annoys me that they haven't done the work. <laughs> Watch well, the know, biker mice from Mars. You know, watch Street Sharks. Are they going to have the time with with all the content that is out there? Oh, they there got right time. Now? They're watching anime. They're watching all the anime. Yep. You got to turn everything into an anime show. Look, dude, John Wayne Gacy looks like everybody's <laughs> uncle. In yeah, his backyard, and then he threw the remaining in the Desplaines River. And he was just, you know, he'd bathe in that lake. The Desplaines River. You just show it an eerie lake. That's all you need for a B-roll shot. That's probably yeah. not even the Desplaines River. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that jacket. The La Brea Tar Pits. That's such a like late 70s and winter jacket. Well, that yeah. hairstyle is see some like, people on the streets of LA, the homeless people wearing that jacket right now. Prowling, looking for people, looking for these victims. What do you know about prowling, baby? What, what, a, what, a, what a way to go through life. I, I don't operate that way. You know, I just, I don't, I don't function that way. I don't think Thanks of those terms. That on the spot I'm pretty report. dopey. I'm pretty dopey. Yeah. I you mean, know? we all are. Is a, long way from LA. It, a little precursor to the second half. 
So anyways, you're in Texas. You get sunburn. You yeah. fly over there. So it was How a good time. I met, direct I met, flight? I'm sorry, direct flight? Uh, well, we flew to Phoenix, and then we flew to San Antonio. See, here's another thing about when I fly. I don't like flying when there's, when there's, when there's, when there's when you had to change planes or you got to take off and land twice. I want to just do it once. That's and, what yeah. I'm all about. Yeah, just get up there. and, and direct Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to raise the mics. Larry, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> direct flights but southwest changed them yeah yeah you're right you're right yeah you're right yeah we did they, ch- they changed look they changed them yeah, like, huh. yeah. why because they do this because we live in russia no i'm just kidding <laughs> god you know what What if i really believe that, that? yeah <laughs> you know because i'm flying back to chicago in three weeks i'm, I'm flying back uh, july 11th yeah four weeks so um so but it, i it was the first time i met her family face to face so that was interesting oh crow if i drank me and her dad would get along gangbusters yeah we get like his her dad is funny dude yeah <laughs> <clears throat> he fucking he knows all cool shit about san antonio <laughs> born and bred there but he's he's lived in alabama at some point he's the type of guy that like has a story and it's a different locale of like yeah when i lived in alabama when i yeah. lived in dothan georgia yeah. when i lived here when i lived here like i thought you were from san antonio yeah yeah <laughs> well in mexican kids it's like yeah when i was five i lived here when yeah. i was six i lived here when yep. i was seven i lived here and you've developed experiences in all of them yep <clears throat> white that, people that, don't that, do that no, we migrant fucking, labor we move somewhere and then we make bread you know it's not migrant labor military. what military yeah oh yeah yeah well that's also a form of slavery and so. they're the, her parents are the age <laughs> yeah. to where like you can tell they argued politically at some point but they just don't care anymore her yeah. mom's retired yeah you know her dad's pumped north or that notre dame's good yeah yeah <laughs> how old are the parents if you don't want me asking i don't i mean 50s 60s my mom wait i'm 33 60s 63 and my dad's 60 yeah yep yep Okay. So they're lively. Yeah. Her mom is as lively as she can be. She she waddles. She's made of metal. <laughs> she waddles like a duck. It's D- great. Does she have like like a, a fake knee or a fake hip or something? That's or how what? you see her. That's how you know she's coming. Fake femur. Ooh. Um, ankle. Ankle. Oh. She's Iron Man. <laughs> can she go through like a an airport security? She well, has a card. Yeah. Oh, letting them yeah. know. Don't even yeah. try. I'll fucking forearm you like Lex Luger, bitch. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, good. Sounds like a good time, though. Sounds like you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, you know? we had a good time. They throw three meals at you in Texas, regardless of where you're at. Yeah. You'll be fucking, <laughs> you'll be fucking just sitting there and they'll put a plate in front of you. None of the food crunches. Good for It's all soft. Potatoes. Really yeah. rich, gravy-soaked meat. Yeah. Oh. Sweet corn that, like, yeah. slides off. It's, like, spongy and great. Oh, it sounds amazing. Maybe a green bean will get a, you'll get a rip off a green bean. Okay. Okay. Got to get your greens in there. Well, tell you that know? to them. These fucking <laughs> dude, a lot Do of I fucking, better than John a lot Wayne of, Gacy? a lot of roving, a lot of cardiology buildings. Oh yeah. Yeah. Grabbers yeah. happening in Texas. Yeah, yeah. I believe that. There's so much it. food. Yeah. When you drive down the street, HEB rules. That's like a all in one HEB. The only thing they don't sell is male clothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so race. So fucking sexist. <laughs> but it's like pizza place, taco place, barbecue, Hawaiian barbecue, Southern barbecue, KC barbecue. Yeah. Fucking Sonic, 
Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild, dude. <laughs> I believe it. Well, it's, you know, it's the consumerist model, you know, and Texas I don't get how they all survive. That, you know? I don't get how they all survive. That means they eat at all of them oh. in a different day. There's a oh. rotation. Man. These fatties got a rotation. Oh, well, if you ever seen like, do you think like <laughs> obesity wise? I'm curious. I'm curious. Obesity wise. Would you say Texas versus Illinois, Wisconsin? Because you got an upper Midwest. It's pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. Upper Midwest is pretty good. Texas you, is like the second most obese state. In the it, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe that. I believe this. It's, it's Texas. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, because I, mean, I, I always think of Wisconsin and, and you go to Illinois and, and Chicago, it's like, ooh, boy. Although, I, you know. Ooh, this is when I get into a little, oh, fuck, yeah. it's not on. I love Dr. Pimple Popper, ooh. dude. She gets <laughs> I got to be in a certain boys. mood for that one, man. <laughs> but, you know, it's, but it sounds like your flights, though, your flights, were they, okay. were they too stressful? So, yeah, what was So the, here's what happened. You and I have this in common. So we leave, oh, well, I'm just, here's what I've deduced. I'm afraid of heights and death. Yeah. Those are my two fears. Yeah. Yeah. Now those are big grandiose like Muhammad Ali fears. Yeah. Like nobody like they're not special. <laughs> but I it's the heights thing. I understand flying is safe. Yeah. I I ride the bus every day to fucking work and I can feel other cars whooshing yeah. the bus. <laughs> I know. Left and right. Not to mention like, who's on the bus. I realize know? the danger I'm in every day. Yeah. Yeah. But I just don't trust it. Like on our yeah. first flight, I thought I was looking out the window <clears throat> because like I said before, I want to yeah. look out and I want to see my death coming. Yeah. I don't want to just be whistling in the aisle <laughs> and then an engine explodes and then all of a sudden I have to panic out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I know that phase. I know that phase. So I was thinking <clears throat> I was just looking out the window and I was like, oh, if the wings get ripped off, we're just going to fall to the earth. <laughs> like if if the if the engine explodes you can glide down like there's a crash landing scenario yeah i was like if something happens and it rips one of these wings off you're done yeah it's over it's curtains yeah but the chances of that happening are so low it's like the planes can withstand like 16 times the forces of gravity dude they're designed and they're just you know the good thing about flying it keeps improving when there's accidents the global they learn from them They, they learn from them i you know, hey, I get uh, it. How come a big star like you knows this turkey? I I, <laughs> I once uh, m- missed a flight. I skipped a flight to Denver. I was going to see the Vikings play the Broncos in Denver. My brother lived there because I was so freaked out by the flight two weeks before, <laughs> and I was talking to him about it. I was like, I can't fly. I can't do this. Like I was so these things go down. I watched Midnight Run dude, <laughs> when he's fucking afraid to fly. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> he, they were flying to one of those big double decker boys. Oh yeah, seven forty seven. They don't fly. Those are cargo planes. Isn't now. that amazing? You know, what I mean, because I mean, I, that that was like the lap of luxury when I that was, that was like sophisticated technology. Well, here's when the I good thing, Crow. Yeah. Now that I am trying to conquer the fear. Yeah. I've been reading up on aviation for like the yeah. past month. Yeah. So the 747s went out because they have four engines. It just became yeah. it's a it's not, not economical. It's not economical. Yep. Exactly. For fuel costs. It's it's all yeah. it's just a fucking pull your dick out moment. So you can ride the double decker plane and, and used to, no. have your turbulence moment. <laughs> I, I flew a seven forty seven too when I first went to Europe. <clears throat> Air India. I flew Air India, which was cheap. That, that, I want to try and it made it. You they know, have I mean, these, 
I, I guess for me, I've had so many. I'm sorry to cut you off. When I, when I was a kid, I loved flying. It was like an exciting adventure going traveling. When I was eight, nine, ten years old, I used to fly back to the Midwest, fly back to D.C., try to fly to Florida on occasion. So I had some flying experience when I was young, like in the '70s and shit. When it was more luxurious too, it was a special thing. Still, you know, yeah, when they didn't, got a when meal. they didn't let chubby women be flight attendants. And uh, so anyway, <clears throat> my father sitting in the back That's smoking joke, cigarettes, smoking cigarettes in the back of the plane. Here we go, <laughs> doing that. But but uh, but then in like my late teens, early twenties, I developed the fear. They didn't know I had they it all him. through my twenties. But about uh, somewhere along the way, I just was like, if this is how I die, this is just how I die. I, and there was a yeah. certain acceptance of it, you know. I don't so, know. but that thing wouldn't be terrible. But here's how I look at it: I'm helping them fly the plane with my anxiety. <laughs> There's a direct relationship. I'm stealing. I, I'm, I stole a joke from my great aunt. <clears throat> so I've been I've been doing this on stage. Yeah, my aunt would do this all the time. She grips the the. I'm a hand wrist hand wrist gripper. Yeah, I I, I kinda, I'm not gripping a hand rest. I'm doing that or like my yeah. arms are not free. This ain't a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I get you. And my my great aunt would anytime you talk to her, she would go, "I'm keeping the plane in the sky." Yeah, <laughs> like that's how I think. Yeah. I don't want to move. Anytime people get up to go to the bathroom and they stumble, I'm yeah, just like, yeah. "What are you doing?" Yeah, I know. Because you know. feel the plane bounce a little bit. I know. If but... you jump up and down, you can move an airplane. Well, the thing about it is that that, that what if you did it like a Ferris so wheel? What if you did it like a Ferris wheel where you get everybody rocking? The pilot's like, it, "Guys, stop! Stop it! Yeah, stop it!" Nah, yeah, it, it, it would have a little bit of an effect, but ultimately it would not. It would not work. I'll land this plane in Akron. You know, we will way, not be going to New York. Purple Rain. My mom didn't want me to agree? see Purple Rain because it was because he was a sodomite. Because it was, was sexist. She heard because he was. Dude, no, you no, know no, what I was, let me. I got a new term for the f word. What? So I was watching Casino. Yeah. Do you know the term where he's just like you call my friend or whatever. Where he's hitting, the, where he in casino, where he hits oh, his phone yeah, with the yeah, phone. Yeah, 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 call yeah. my friend a fig. He sounds like yeah. he's saying figget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you call my friend a figget. <laughs> you call them a figget. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been saying figget all day today. So that's what we could call gay people. <laughs> Good. Yeah, there we go. Finally, I've been so oppressed as a white straight man that I can't well, say you a wanna slur. Well, you want to get you want to get the white racism back. Let's <laughs> get let's get gentle. <laughs> No, white Let's figure out something funny that we can call gay people. I just think saying figget in, in Joe Pesci's voice is great. You call my friend a figget? Get over here. Get over here. Casino rules. Yeah, casino. Get Bruce Springsteen's fucking God, pilled out ass. Still, man. about breaking down. This yeah, is, man. Oh, yeah. Because I'm so torn up. You know, it's just like his his Super Bowl fucking commercial was such small schmaltzy centrist crap. Well, hey, can you see we when they threw the flag along? when they had the ref the come out? Is blue. Did you see the part when they had the ref come out and throw the flag <laughs> and they blew the whistle and they go, "It's Boston." Oh man, it's so cringy god so bad halftime shows stink <laughs> i remember before 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 they had the good halftime show and they used to literally have marching bands they would still and here's from palo alto though you know the senior choir band there's courtney cox dancing white oh we got I some coyote ugly this is a big movie of my childhood piper parabo nothing happened with her i think she married like a billionaire and then just and yeah. just like sailed off into the sunset is that her yep she was I had boys. Yeah. I had they had wank sessions with her. Not yeah. I wanted to marry her. Yeah, yeah. I loved Piper Parabo I, when I was I, a kid. I, I get it. <laughs> that was my ideal woman when I was how old was I when this came out? 
2000. Oh, she was 13. 13-year-old yeah, Keith yeah, Pazel. Yeah. That was my wife right there, Crocious. I was... Uh, Can you imagine looking the stress yeah. looking for a real girl that looks like Piper Parabo? <laughs> yeah, she... I mean... She's got an appeal. This was definitely like a sexy thing. I felt like the, like 2000 was a sexy year in my eyes. Dude, I know people that still go to these bars and I'm just like, you stagger trash. Yeah. Yeah. Go to God. Coyote <laughs> Ugly. Go to Howl at the Moon like a real fucking townie. Like a real tiny little on. I, I never liked bars like that. I was always a Where you have bar. to like participate. I was always you a You want to be off bar. into the corner fucking brooding like Bruce Wayne? <laughs> no, I wanted a, I mean, I wanted a good conversation. I, I always liked dives. What is this, 1987? What's that fan in the background there with the, with the light? It's going to turn into a dun, 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 yeah. dun, CC Music Factory. Yeah. <laughs> well, John Goodman's her dad, and he doesn't want her doing any of this because Goodman. he doesn't want his daughter being a Goodman's trollop. Like, okay, so I got to repair what in my house? Look at the bottle of Red Dog right there. You know, what, <laughs> that product placement. Pass out or something. So uh, the, there's a big controversy, yeah. speaking of that Red Dog bottle, because the big joke was that's Batman eating out Wonder Woman on the Red Dog bottle. Oh, <laughs> So there's a show on HBO Max. The, it's a, the Harley Quinn cartoon, yeah. and it's very it's like rated R. They have sex on it. They cuss. Yeah. It's yeah. for it's for adults. Exactly. It's like Beavis and Butthead with Batman characters. Yeah, sure. Uh, and they were gonna do a scene where Batman was eating out Catwoman, and HBO said no because really? heroes don't do that. They can't. They canonized that heroes don't go down on people. And they basically said it's because a sign of weakness. Or no, because or? they can't. Because they don't want. Because of the toys, they don't. They can't have heroes being like sexual like that. So like, uh-huh. of course they have sex because they procreate. But like, yeah. villains do fucking mouth stuff. Uh, okay. Okay. Interesting. But wow. the red dog bottle is proof that Batman munches fucking lip. I've been told I do my work very well. Well, there you go. <laughs> Here we are. That I have a certain this is talent. Radio. You can't see radio. <laughs> I've been told I'm a master, as a matter of fact. Anyway, I'm proud of that. Hey, uh, how come a big star like you knows this turkey? <laughs> We're just hanging around. Just hanging Can't around. Just, you know, so it was a drink. good time, though. Yeah. Loved her family. I think they liked me. Cool. Uh, and uh, so good we're we're getting ready to leave. Good for you. We're si- we're, we're in the San Antonio airport on the airplane. We're on the airplane. And then the pilot comes over and he goes, uh, we we're getting a, we're there's something wrong with our system. We're not getting the weather packet. We have to uh-huh. we have to get the, the weather packet or we legally can't take off. It has like wind direction and everything. Yeah. yeah. We're on the plane for almost like three hours without uh, taking off. Uh, the second they start handing so out. so fucking uncool. Yeah. So uncool. You're mad for me. Absolutely. I am. <laughs> well, Jesus Christ, man. Don't fuck me. If you're going to do that, do that when I'm outside the plane. Don't hold me captive. Well, also, call me Just- pretty. <laughs> I'm t- I'm stealing the line from that guy from Catalina Island. Hey yeah. Kenny, hey hey Kenny, am I pretty when you fucking me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey no Daryl, I told him he did what I told him. Are you pretty when you fucking me? <laughs> he stopped six people to tell him that line. He was so proud of himself. <laughs> so uh, it was getting more perilous. Yeah, and like I was telling passengers, you know, because I'm I'm doing my fucking five Your minutes. Act. I'm doing my yeah. act on the plane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in line. <laughs> uh like you're thinking because they it's about weather patterns and shit like wind shifts when you're up there absolutely so it's frustrating but you're just like 
I guess if it's to make the flight safe, like this yeah. is the best thing to do. Yeah. Now, luckily, they were like, we have to deboard the plane. Some people risked it because we got off the plane and then they're start, they started getting weather packets, like when Ugh. we're waiting in customer service. But at that point, we're going to miss our connection in Houston. Yes. Which this trip home is fucked up anyway because yeah. we're flying from San Antonio to Houston. I know the wrong direction. Into a fucking storm. Yeah. <laughs> And then two from Houston to L.A. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So we would have missed our Houston flight. Houston's a swamp. Yeah. We don't want to stay there. Yep. So is Houston supposed to be kind of a cool city? It's the fucking third largest city in the world in the country. Fourth. It's behind Chicago. Still it's getting friend. there. It's dude. getting close. To it's it getting is. there. It is getting close. The only thing stopping it from stopping Houston from being what Austin is, is that it gets bulldozed by hurricanes every yeah. year. Yeah. I heard it's kind of a hip city. I don't know. I don't it's know. Got its little I, parts. I, I, I've never, I've never I think spent any time there. Where the little secret group show is in Houston, it's kind of a rough neighborhood. Yeah, but that's where the comedy shows are. Yep. So we decide. Man, while look at you with that while we're car. waiting in customer service. Her parents live in San Antonio. We just go back home. Six in the morning. We get on another plane. We fly to Las Vegas. When we land in Las Vegas, and well, fuck when we land. Right when we're descending, when they when we're cracking Las Vegas airspace, yeah, which yeah. is 120 degrees, by the way, oh, in I Las know, Vegas. I know, absolutely, it's sweltering. It's sweltering. Uh, I see that our flight to LA from Las Vegas has gotten canceled. Oh, Jesus. And I text Alicia because because it's we're low enough to where I turn on my Wi-Fi and I go our flight got canceled and she's like. Oh, I know. She looked because we weren't sitting together. She looks over at me and she goes, oh, I, I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that one out a little earlier, Keith. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, she, I think she found out 30 seconds before me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the same thing happened the day before. Their weather system went out. This time, Southwest grounds their entire fucking fleet. And we're so we're sitting at at the gate we're 12th in line to get to a fucking gate because yeah. they have to just land every airplane in the yeah. sky then southwest asked air traffic to be grounded yeah it's at, at one point there were zero planes in the sky it was like 9 11 yeah wow wow so we're so stuck in stay a night in, we stayed a night in then? vegas lair dog won fucking 240 on the roulette wheel she goes i don't know how to gamble I got to say there was nothing more adorable slash depressing than seeing her sit at a fucking at a uh, at a slot machine. Slot machines are not for her. She was just sitting there with like hopeful eyes hitting a button. And then she just looks up. She was just like, I don't like this. Yeah. And I'm just it's like, good. it's a good thing. I'm like, you got to let I'm like, you got to like the hunt. Like, this is all I'm like, you got to come in fucked up. Like, these people aren't sober and responsible. Then she was at the rule. And I think she likes it because, like, you can make different choices. It's very computerized. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. 35 here. There's almost like a rhythm yep. to it. Yeah. She dominated roulette. Good for you. Did you go? Did you bet like odd or even black or white, too? Well, I bet numbers. Just the numbers. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. She was winning like 70 bucks every time she hey, won. Man, I, I, good, good for you. Good for, I, you know, it's interesting you saying this. I've been thinking about going. I haven't been to the casino probably in four years. I used to go. We should go out there. All the time. We I should do a swingers trip. We'll dress in big baggy suits like fucking what, John Favreau and Vince Vaughn. I wouldn't want any car to break down in the middle of that goddamn We'll fly. Desert. It's 40 yeah, minutes. Exactly. We, we'd fly. 
uh, I want to go. We'll fly I, I want to get over there because I want to play blackjack. Fly on a United 787 Dreamliner for a four-hour flight. <laughs> exactly. One of those three row boys. You ever fly on a plane with the three rows? Absolutely. I've never flown on one Absolutely. of those planes. Going to Europe. I feel those. safer in those. You know what? They're starting to use them on domestic flights because they burn less fuel. Well, here's the thing about it, too. I flew from, yeah, from Chicago to Amsterdam once on one of those planes. And, I mean, they're that They size. cut the wind. It's like, honestly, and you're also, you fly higher. You fly like 10,000 feet, feet when yeah. you go over to Europe. So it's even more thin the air. And the tur- <clears throat> it, they are smooth flights, man, for the most part. Smooth. I've never had bad. I've had horrible turbulence in the States, never flying to Europe. Not one time. I've flown there three times. It's a seven to eight hour flight. You know, you're on. You're in the air for a while. You know? I just got a, such a weird feeling in my stomach thinking about being that high up. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when the when the clouds are ripply below you. Yeah, yeah. My, it makes my balls feel weird, dude. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, I don't look down on it. You know, it, it takes me. Yeah, I don't look down. Is is this is this her? Is this her? The woman you had a yeah, crush that's, on? Yeah. Pipe? Oh, pipes. Yeah. I'm trying to think who I had. What is she doing now? Again, you, I've said it before. Huh? Go covert. I think affairs. she legit tried to have like a musical career too, because she sings in this. This is one of those movies where her big moment is she God. sings because she's 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 trying to write a song with this fucking guy. So yeah, just Jim Caviezel looking motherfucker. Obviously, they're just like, okay, is this Jim Caviezel? Here's this star. She has a, some of a singing ability. Let's no. put her in here. No, it's not Caviezel. It's not him. He's been it's stuff, it's a fucking it's travesty a that Maria Bello ended up having a better career than Piper Parabo. <laughs> you know, um cuz she has to be sexy. That's that's the thing she battles too cuz she has to be all fucking slutty to be at the Coyote Ugly and she's not. I can show She's you. actually a good girl. She's about to fucking <laughs> straddle one of these cardboard it cutouts. To make you <laughs> For me, Again, I said it before, Elizabeth Shue. I'm trying to think who else. It, I remember watching those bad teen sex movies that we talk about all the time, or I talk about all the time. And the women they had in there are so gross when you see them now. <laughs> At the time, they're like, you're going to see your boobs, though, man. I'm 12 years old. You know, it was like, that was just, you know. Dude, it was so hot in Las Vegas. Oh, I'm sure. It was hard to breathe. So what, what, what hotel or what casino? Excalibur. We oh, stayed at Excalibur. That's where, that's where I lost. Uh, here's my gambling story with Excalibur. Can I tell you a little quick yeah. one? Yeah. Don't Excalibur. make it quick. We got a long time. It's good. Excalibur. Uh, 2000. Lifelong Oakland A's fan. My brother and I. Lifelong Oakland A's fans. And we have many memories as a kid in the late 70s when the A's were an atrocious baseball team. Of them playing <laughs> the Orioles, the Yankees, and the Red Sox and going Oh, for nine, not winning a single game, getting swept three straight series and or being one and eight, maybe two and seven was the very best. So we have those, those memories burned into our head. Well, the A's were going to New York and to Boston and both those teams, New York and Boston were competing. They were competing against each other. They were in the race late August. The A's were below 500. They were not going to go anywhere. So we're like, this is our chance. So. We're going to so, streak the field. We, you know, we're going to... Uh, this is Les Nesman saying good day, and may the good Ooh. news be yours. Uh-oh. A uh, little whale tail there. Oh, man. Uh, so I... Uh, <laughs> A whale tail. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, I... Uh, oh, look at his clean... So, so, what a fucking feminine torso. <laughs> Have some, have some molds. What these, a Gattaca-looking motherfucker! So I, uh, we make a decision to go to Vegas, which is so stupid. We can just bet on that on your phone. It's 2011. Yeah, the gambling apps are Sports there. Sports books, but we romanticize it. Like, no, we're going to go to Vegas. So my brother and I 
each took $5,000 out of our account. We bet $10,000. We bet ten grand that the A's, here's our thought, we're going to ride it out because the A's are going to lose four, five, five or six of these games, six games. We were going to bet it every single day. You know, and bet the same amount of money. So, but you have to win the first game. So, if the A's win the first game, you bet ten thousand bucks on that. We win like uh, it, it's a, lo- a terrible odds. We would have won like I don't know thirty eight hundred bucks. You know, so then we would yeah. we, we would have taken that thirty eight hundred bucks. That would have been our profit. Then bet the ten thousand dollars the next day. You know, and just keep doing that, and actually just and and that that's our and, and we're gonna make money thinking the A's are gonna get blown out in these games. So the first game, of course. Uh, I'm uh, and by the way, the A's previously in the previous uh, uh, thirty games against the Yankees. You know what the record was? The previous thirty games against the Yankees, like twenty and one or something. No, like no, that. no, no. They were six and twenty-four. We, no, no. We huh? We, we were betting for the A's oh, to shit. lose. We were betting for the A's to lose. We're betting against the A's. <laughs> you keep telling your story. So no, so we're not betting on them to win. We're betting on them to lose. Yeah. So it's our favorite team that we're betting against. So they had like a terrible record. <laughs> yeah, they had a bad. But no, but I also knew this is it. This is where you get swept. You get swept by the Yankees or you lose two of three or you lose two of three to the Red Sox. You're going to be one in five on this trip. We're going to make some money on this. But the we're key gonna is. come home cool hand Luke, Charlie. Did you say something cool like that? Like, here's what would have happened. If we would have bet on the A's that $10,000, you know how much money we would have won? Forty-seven thousand dollars. Twenty-six thousand. Hell yeah. Twenty-six grand. Have you have you gone? Could you have quit some sort of job at that point? No, 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 no. I'd already quit my real job. I was doing my own sort of Vegas. Though you could have bought yourself a. I would have done something. Escort. I would have done something. Uh, so it it, it was. I don't know what it would have been. (laughs) That sounded sinister. I would have done something. I know. I would have done something. I would have done something. So it was. So the first game, uh, I'm drinking a beer, and it was a good time. I was having fun, and the 114 degrees. It was like late August in uh, Vegas, drinking a beer, and I see the ticker go across. The A's are six and 24 in the previous 30 games against the Yankees. Then I see strip yourself co- of every shred of human dignity <laughs> and anything else that you can think of. And, and, and then I see that the ticker Coco Crisp leads game off with a home run. It's like the A's were up one nothing out of the gate, and I'm like. I cannot believe this actually, come on. So, and, and then Brandon McCarthy was pitching. So it's like, okay. Jesus so Christ. This the, was... the, the A's lose that game. So we lose. We, we was bet. Ruben Sierra on the team? No, 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 no. It, it was like, you, you know, two home runs in that game for the A's? You know, Brandon Allen. Have you ever heard of Brandon <laughs> Allen? No. Those are the only two home runs of his entire career was in that game. The way in you that said game. That. You know, that's what you, <laughs> Have you ever? <laughs> of course you haven't, because he's a certified bum. And the guy hits two home runs. He goes in Yankee Stadium. You know, it's like, have some nerves or something. Who was the best player at that point? For the A's? Yeah. Oh, man. It, God, who? This have, would have been 2011. So I don't even know. I mean, <laughs> Brandon McCarthy was a good pitcher for them. He used to I was going to say, Sox. yeah, I remember him. Uh, and, and he pitched that game for the A's, which is that was a red flag. Pitching matchups are huge. So, so we end up losing. We only lose, we lose five grand in that game. I'm sorry. So we we bet we have That's a lot of fucking money. So we have another five grand for the next game. But then we also bet that the Yankees had to win by uh, more than a one run. You know who was pitching? movie's on until fucking 1230. Absolutely. Dude, do, do, do you know who was? This is a flash, but it's Bruno, Bruno Kirby and fucking uh, and De Niro. You know he molests fucking boys in uh, in, in basketball diamonds. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, but, but when I was saying Don't about, tell your parents, uh, Jimmy. So the next game, the next game, 
you know, we bet it. We yeah. we, we give him a Post run. Brandon so Allen hitting a home two run. Home run. <laughs> two. You know. <laughs> so who's pitching for the Yankees? CC Sabathia. Ooh, tilted CC Sabathia, man. I mean, and this is when he was at like the height of his powers. That year in his game, his, he started that year. The games he started in, uh, I think the Yankees were twenty-seven and four in the games he started. Twenty-seven games. I mean, he was locked down. I'm like, well, they're going to win this game. They're going to re- react to that game. How are you so, going to so get you, away you, with? Do, do you know who hits a home run in that game for the A's? Uh, yeah. Eric Sogard. <laughs> he's I mean, on Eric, the Cubs. He is. His OPS is. You know, he's an anti-vaxxer. Of course, he's he's a weirdo. I don't like him. His wife he is hits a, a home run, and then they go they go to extra innings. So he hit a home run right to the capital. Oh no! So here's what happened in the first game too. Here's what happened in the first game. Let me see what happened. Describe the first game. One. Okay, this. It's a good story. So the A's get up in the game. Game one. It's six nothing. It's six nothing. It's six nothing. I can't tell you how many times when I was a kid, when the A's would get up early in a series game on the East Coast, and then the other team would come back, they'd lose, and it would bake, it would break their back, and they'd lose, they'd go on like a four or five game bender where they would lose. Okay, so the A's are up six zero. It's the bottom of the eighth inning. Nick Swisher, it's a home run for the Yankees, make it to six to two. Yankees come back bottom of the ninth. They score three runs. The bases are loaded. Nick, Jesus, Nick Swisher is up again. Bases Swish, loaded. He's one of the most hated players, by it, the way. It's a six five. It's six five. Oakland. They were up six nothing in the eighth. They're obviously going to choke this game. Okay, they're obviously choking this game. Uh, Swisher's up, hit a home run the first time, a last time at bat. He's seeing the ball probably pretty well, I don't imagine. He hits a ball. Coco Chris gets a good jump on it, goes warning track dead center field, turns around. He's running full speed, turns around. The ball's right there. He catches it in the web. He falls on his ass on the warning track. He fell on his ass. And the ball, you could see it jiggling around, and he snow coned the fucking ball in the webbing of his. He drops that ball. He drops that ball, Keith. The A's, the the, the, the Yankees come back from being down six. And you win money. And, and I win the money. And then the A's back is broken. That, that's a devastating loss. It's a devastating loss. I love uh, that, that this happens. is how twisted you are with your relationship with the A's. That like, this is another reason that you hate the A's is that they didn't lose when you needed them to. Well, exactly. I've, I, I'm, I'm betting against them. I, my favorite team because I feel like I know them so well. And this scenario was so classic of how they had lost so many games. But this time they didn't lose that game. And then they won the next game, and then our money was gone. So it was two days. So Crow, I was planning on being in Vegas for six days. This is me when I fly. Ah, uh, shit! I gotta change the fucking. <laughs> Hang on, one one moment. This is from the movie Hook. I got a good scene pulled up here. You've never seen Hook, have you? No. So the rough plot is. He plays this guy named Peter Panning, who's this workaholic, neglects his kids. And they fly to England because uh, Wendy... Uh, basically he forgot that he's, he forgot that he was Peter Pan. It's, it's, it's about like Peter Pan. He grew up, you know how you're not supposed to grow up. Yeah. Well, he grew up and became this. He's afraid of flying. He's afraid of his dreams coming true. So he's like Pan Am. Remember when they were the airline of the fucking entertainment? Uh, I miss Pan Am. Pan Am was like our Emirates. That was like our Emirates Airlines. Well, I, when I thought of the most sophisticated airlines as a kid, two of them, they're both gone. It was Pan Am TWA. and TWA. I flew on TWA. TWA and Pan Am were like, whoa, that was high end. Like United and American were, they were airlines, but they weren't like the same status as Pan Am. You flew across the, 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 the oceans in that one, man. You know? Look at that big plane. That's a 747. Absolutely. You know, 
69 that plane was made, man. 196. Directly related to the Second World War. They they, they figured out how to like, you know. Oh, yeah. They're like old B-2 bombers and shit. And and the design and stuff. They knew how to do it. It was like, hey, we did this with when war conditions were. Can you imagine doing that? Like flying during a war? (laughs) We're getting shot at. You got Bruce Willis climbing through the shafts of that plane right now. (laughs) So let's see. Okay. This is him. This is Robin Williams' character. Workaholic Bill. It's a long setup that let us know that they're flying. Well, Pan Am's got to get their fucking plug in. This, they wouldn't serve you. Yeah. Well, they, here's, they really here's me. Look at there. There's, yeah. there's Paisel right there, baby. Oh, I white knuckle it. I white knuckle it without a doubt. You know. Look what Jack drew. That's very nice, dude. What's that? So the son is mad because he missed his little league game, so he drew him without a parachute. Is that our plane? Yeah. <laughs> it's the plane crashing. That's, that's, that's kind of funny. Me. That's mom and that's and that's you. Where's my parachute? God, Williams is still young there. I'm not gonna make it to my next birthday. You're not gonna die. Man. I'm gonna hang myself in 20 years. <laughs> exactly. As a direct result of roles like this, <laughs> I need to be on the stage, free like a hamster. I'm gonna be dead honest with you. He's not funny. I never found him particularly it's, funny. He, there's moments. His movies are better than his stand-up. Oh, he was a decent actor. He's a good actor. actor. He's, he's, he's good a in, good actor. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's got some good And moments. I think he's an interesting person. Like, I like the documentary about him. Uh-huh. But it's, those are like, but when you watch him on his own, it's not very good. And it's not very good, is it? People, people adore him. Of my generation, people adore him. I remember when he when he was in Mork, uh, Mork and Mindy. Uh, I was in the fourth grade. Now people, no, 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 no. The people loved that because the, the catchphrase. You know, and I remember I was like, I think people just like how goofy he is. And I, I was, I called it show Dork, Dork and Mindy. That was my line oh, when I was in go. the fourth grade. Yeah, Dork and Mindy. I'd call that now and think it's a good line. <laughs> but it. Uh, so look, I t- look at he's throwing the baseball at the roof. Why didn't I have a parachute, Jackie? Take a wild guess. Jackie. Take a wild guess. That little guess. kid is a is a lawyer now. <laughs> Quit acting to be a lawyer. I believe it. You know, it's just, just acting is dumb. <laughs> yeah. No, but but it is a the thing about Williams, you know, we've talked about him before. What I heard is and that's always upset me is that you know, he was this great improviser, but he was a notorious thief. So it's like, therefore, your improvisational skills, they go out the window to me. If you steal the jokes, you're, you are not confident truly in producing your material if you're stealing jokes. Yeah. You know, here, we'll finish this out. Not like I'm some great lecturer on that because uh, a few have slipped into my act, my friend. Be sure to buy enough videotape. Yeah, he sent his employee to videotape the game. <laughs> my word is my bond. Yeah, junk bomb. What the hell's the matter with you? When are you going to stop acting like a child? God, he looks weird to me. I am a child. Grow up. Grow up. God. Ugh. That's a bad message. So, Wasn't that Spielberg? Didn't Spielberg direct that? Yeah, absolutely. Are you feeling a break? We're at an yeah. hour ten. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. What, what era commercials are you feeling? I, you know, you know, you know me. I, I'm always late seventies. Let's go seventy nine. Yeah, perfect. We watch that All Star game. All right, we'll be back, guys, in about fifteen minutes. Everybody. In the meantime, we're gonna do commercials from seventy eight, seventy nine. Do it.
Luke Duke and Cousin Daisy will do anything for a good time, a good cause, or a good woman. Waylon Jennings tells the story of the Dukes of Hazard starting Friday, January 26th. Hello, I'm Jacqueline. Be a friend, won't you? Get comfortable. And get ready for something you'll like. This is the perfect moment for Martini and Rossi Red on the Rocks. Here, try it. I knew you'd like it. Yes, it's a wine, but with a taste all its own. Perfect for parties or times like this. To Martini and Rossi on the Rocks, say yes. Say yes. Some mornings, there's a little monster in all of us. Morning, Fred. And until that first cup of coffee, we can all be pretty beastly. Morning, Fred. That's when your 7-Eleven store can be a lifesaver. Good morning, Fred. With a good cup of fresh fruit hot coffee to perk up your morning. 7-Eleven coffee brings out the best, not the beast in you. Hey, Ralph! From a doomed planet in a distant galaxy to a fantastic underground hideaway. From the fortress of solitude to the bustling city room of the Daily Planet. Look, up on the screen, it's Superman. Superman, the movie. Rated PG. Now playing. From the author of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid comes Mr. Horn. He was ordered to track down and capture Geronimo. More than a legend, he was a man. You could be very nice. David Carradine, Karen Black, and Richard Widmark star in Mr. Horn. His story is more than just another Western. Thursday at 8, 7 Central and Mountain. You're probably still asleep when I'm out exercising these thoroughbreds. My morning goes so fast, I can't always take time for a regular breakfast. But I have a good one. Carnation Instant Breakfast. Mixed with milk, it gives me all the nutrition of this bacon and egg meal. In just seconds. In a hurry? Don't worry. With Carnation Instant Breakfast, you can always have a good breakfast. From blazing heat to paralyzing cold, Season after season, the J.C. Penney battery has the power to start your car over and over, year in and year out. And it never needs water, ever. It's so dependable, it's warranted for as long as you own your car. If it ever fails to accept and hold a charge, return it with proof of purchase. We'll replace it, free. It's the last battery your car will ever need. Like a mountain morning sunrise Coming slowly through the trees Like an eagle when it spreads its wings Across the blue sky breeze It's all that's big and bold and free Come taste the great outdoors It's a part of what you're dreaming Make it yours Make it yours Make it Coors Make it yours of hazard will continue. Peter Fonda, battling strip miners. To get their land, they went for their lives. They were murdered! Fighting Man, the CBS Saturday Night Movies. Friday on Dallas, J.R.'s old flame lights up his father. Welcome home, Julie. 
And it threatens to blow the Ewing family apart. No good, that's dirt. Butt out of it, you hear me? Leave him alone. Not on your life, boy. Tina Louise guest stars. I treat him like a man. Oh, I bet you do. A new scandal on Dallas. Now Fridays at 10, 9 Central in the Mountain. This is CBS. American Airlines announces the biggest super saver discounts we've ever offered. During February and March, you can save either 45 or 55% round trip to any place we fly in the continental United States. The discounts are bigger than ever, and the restrictions are easier than ever. Up to 55% off on American Airlines. We're American Airlines, doing what we do. The latest on the Pope's visit to Mexico tonight at 11. Last week, our daughter-in-law, Nancy, had us over for spaghetti dinner. Well, it was not bad. Even my husband, Angelo, liked it. Then I found out it was ragu spaghetti sauce from a jar. Well, before I could say anything, Nancy told me it's made from the same things I put in my own sauce, like ripe tomatoes, Romano cheese, spices, herbs. This week, I made ragu sauce, and it's better than Nancy's, eh? <laughs> ragu spaghetti sauce. That's Italian. I ain't going up that hill. No way. Off-road is fun, but sometimes you run into an obstacle that only a true four-wheel drive vehicle can handle. A Jeep CJ, I'll give it a try. The Jeep CJ, built rugged, tough, and tailor-made for terrain like this. It's easy to see the Jeep CJ was born and bred for four-wheeling. And there's even options like automatic transmission and a hardtop. Top that. That was fun. The Jeep CJ. <laughs> we wrote the book on four-wheel drive. Ding number one, you're the number one girl on the block. Did you take your one-a-day girl? One-a-day plus iron, every day. Ding number one, you're the number one girl on the team. Did you take your one-a-day girl? Every day. One little yellow tablet a day helps replace the iron you lose every month with the exact amount of iron most women should have every day and 10 essential vitamins. Ding number one, you're the number one girl in his life. Did you take your one-a-day girl? Every day. Ding number one, did you take your one-a-day girl? When virus flu hits, you need more than a simple cold remedy. Viromed relieves every major virus flu misery. Look, the leading cold remedy and Viromed relieve nasal congestion. But Viromed has extra flu medicine to help relieve coughing, headache, minor throat pain, chills and fever, even flu's achy muscles. Viromed... As a cheerleader, I cheered for lots of winners, but I was a loser. I'm Patty Hill. In a crest test, my side lost. We used crest without fluoride and got a lot of cavities. Bad news. Now, I always use crest fluoride and get great checkups. Since its introduction, crest has prevented more cavities than all other fluoride toothpaste combined. Now, I'm a winner with crest. Count on Crest for a future of good checkups. Tests prove you can. Mom, I'm moving back home. This apartment's ruined my hands. Relax. Try new Wondra. It's a conditioning lotion. Rich like a cream, but help these hands? Look at rough, dry skin up close. Wondra rubs right in and takes the day's work right out in seconds. Soft and no grease problem. 
Glass doesn't slip. Maybe you should move in with me. New Wondra rubs right in and takes the day's work right out of your hands. No matter when the Crosby kids are home, they always enjoy the same great taste of Minute Maid orange juice. You see, even though the taste of oranges can differ from season to season, you can always count on the fresh, delicious taste of 100% pure Minute Maid. That's because they blend the juice of different kinds of oranges for that special, fresh Minute Maid taste every time. It's a taste your family will love. I know mine does. Minute Maid. Goodness you can taste. One ounce of total has 100% of the recommended daily allowance of all these important vitamins and iron. Yeah? I'll pour this leading natural cereal. Stop me when you think the vitamin value equals totals. Right about there. Not yet. Now? Nope. That's incredible. It takes at least 16 ounces of the leading natural cereals to equal the vitamins in one ounce of fortified total. Well, I can see the difference. That's the total difference. Okay, Chip. Park it. I'll try, Dad. When the agony of defeat turns into the thrill of victory, it's worth remembering on Kodak Film. What a difference it makes when you've got what it takes. What a difference it makes when you've got it. If you have a story to tell, tell it on Kodak Film. New Nine Lives Dry Cat Food presents Sylvester. I'm a depressed, puffy cat. Everything is same old, same old. Same old dinner dog. Same old dinner. Hey, what's this? Is this new? It is new. Nine Lives scrumptious new recipe. Delectable. Nine Lives. I'd risk my life for this. Doesn't he ever knock? New Nine Lives. Worth risking your life for. Hang on there. Atta boy. Live hard, eat right. It's the law of the West. And one of our favorite foods is Orida frozen shredded hash browns. They're made from the heart of meaty Orida potatoes. And they dress up an everyday meal into something extra special. How do they taste? Oh, Rida. When it says Orida, it's all Rida. All water? All Rida. Reynolds heads an all-star lineup for a look at the world of movie stunts Tuesday. Cottonelle is soft to the touch, and I buy it because it is soft. We're asking Cottonelle users why they prefer Cottonelle bathroom tissue. The commercial is correct when they say it's soft. It's, it is like cotton. Cottonelle is cottony soft. Cottonelle is like a ball of cotton when you feel it. Cottonelle bathroom tissue. Of course it isn't cotton, but it is cottony soft. Cottonelle is soft as cotton, and it's a good product, and I like it. And that's the truth. <laughs> Hi, I'm Terry O'Reilly, and I'd like to invite you to a special hockey game. On March 22nd, when the Boston Bruins play the Pittsburgh Penguins, proceeds will go to the Children's Hospital Medical Center in Boston. Coming back in five minutes, everybody. For this game must be ordered by mail. For more information, call Boston Bruins at 523-3836. Join us on March 22nd and help the kids at Children's Hospital. Tony Pepper and Jack Williams with Eyewitness News at 11. 
Is that for me? Yes. It's soup for one from Campbell. And it's really delicious soup. Really? Just taste old world vegetable. Hey, you know, that soup tastes absolutely, uh... Delicious. That's soup for one. Spicy. Tangy. Delicious. Just as I told you. Zucchini. Parmesan cheese. Soup for one tastes delicious, huh? You know, this tastes, uh, terrific. So? So I love soup for one. Because? It's delicious. Eat. Just gotta have a treat, oh, but you shouldn't eat. Wow, I could have had a V8. Snacking the whole night through, oh, what that does to you. Wow, I could have had a V8. V8 cocktail vegetable juice tastes great and is naturally low in calories. Just 35 calories a six-ounce serving. But remember, the time to think of having a V8 is before you've had something else. Wow, I could have had a V8. Get some happiness going. Spread a little cheer. Send the new FTD Wishing Well bouquet. It's such a wonderful way to wish folks well. Complete with penny for good luck. And your FTD florist can deliver your good wishes almost anywhere. The FTD Wishing Well bouquet with a good luck penny. It's very therapeutic. Those FTD florists really get around for you. Cliffhangers. Three continuing action-packed stories in one show. First, The Secret Empire. Marshal Jim Donner rides out of the past right into the future and discovers a secret city beneath the earth, filled with wonders and packed with thrills far beyond the dreams of mortal men. A city ruled by an evil emperor whose one goal is to control all mankind. Next, a beautiful newspaper reporter travels the globe to uncover a plot which will end the world. But when this ring of master spies finds she's hot on their trail, all they want to do is stop Susan Williams. Then it's Dracula 79. The Prince of Darkness has returned to cast his spell upon the unwary. But the evil count will never rest in peace, for Kurt and Mary have sworn to end his immortal reign. Can goodness triumph, or will Dracula rule the day? Watch Tuesday on NBC. They don't call them cliffhangers for nothing. You asked for an incredible new driving experience. At Blue Cross Blue Shield, we've been protecting millions of people for over 75 years. It's what gives us the experience and understanding to help you find a plan that fits where you are today and where you'll be tomorrow. Get spring break styles for the entire family. Tees and tanks for just $5 and thousands of other amazing styles all on sale. Run to Old Navy. There are moments that define who we are, what we stand for, and where we're going. Made with pride. Crafted with passion. Jeep Cherokee. Find love again. Right on the Gulf Coast. Beau Rivage, a feeling like no other. To succeed in our ever-changing, busy world, you've got to create your own brilliant website. Wix makes it simple. Create your website today. It's easy and it's free. Every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. Imagine waking up to the enticing aroma of bacon, sausage, fluffy eggs, and a whiff of delectable hash browns. Stop imagining. Get to McDonald's with a deluxe breakfast platter because nobody has ever woken up to the fresh smell of cereal. Well, hello, Larry. Hello, Larry. You talk to people all day for a living. Hello, Larry. But all right. Is that the whole song? Living, 
Welcome back to the second half, everybody. Wow. It's really a good song. Absolutely, it's a good song. Watching this Little House on the Prairie thing. Oh, my God. Oh, that was like the whole intro to the episode, huh? I, I... that show, I hated it. I hated it. I hated Little House in the Prairie. It was so fucking square. Oh, I gotta turn this down here. Got more. This is great. They're in cool ball, right? Yeah, now. they're just driving down the street. That's a moment of suspense in The Godfather. <laughs> just them. It's setting it up. There's something called. <laughs> All right. It's officially the beginning. All right. So. I was still in Las Vegas. My last yeah, life, I absolutely. pick it right up. I mean, after the after the Vegas delay, it was you know she had to do a job interview in the hotel in Las Vegas. Uh, but she was high rolling at that point. Yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. You're rolling in the cash. I bought a little weed. The Lyft driver took me to a different weed dispensary. Okay. okay. Um, people in Las Vegas don't know how to buy weed. They're very indecisive. They're still they still treat it like it's special. Out here, it's very oh. casual. It's oh, like yeah, yeah, It's like yeah. you're buying, a, you know, cottage cheese at Ralph's. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. You're yeah. in, you're out, yeah. you know what you yeah. want. Exactly. <clears throat> I'll go in in my slippers uh, and shit. I, I bought a $40 bag. It took me all like three and a half minutes. You know, it was such an easy transaction. So Such an easy transaction. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So you're, you're in Vegas. Yeah. She, she, and you're, then, you're so we, but we had to get... As an interview. Dude, yeah. we had to get up at 3.30 in the morning, though. So she... <laughs> She wins all her money by 8.30 p.m. Okay. I buy an infused joint, 50% THC. I oh, get fucking... Oh, you just blaze. We watch the game show network. <laughs> There's this fucking game show called America Says. I want the next thing we get when our our finances go up, we're getting the top tier cable package. Because <laughs> these channels that they have are awesome <laughs> they have like several different outdoor channels the game show channel so they have this fucking yeah. game show where they just put a phrase up and they'll be like it's hard to walk on and then you have to guess seven things that are hard, that are hard and they give you the first letter so it'll be like r w k isn't that just family feud kind of in a way? Is it, is it a bit I mean, it's, all games are just different versions of the feud. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Family feud is also on Game Show Network. Uh, absolutely. It's also on locally syndicated. There, whoever makes that show is bawling. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I, I think that I want to say I, no. I'm wrong on this. I'm sure I am. Oh, look at her stuff in her face. Extremely wealthy. Byron Allen is extremely. Yeah, wealthy. he bought the Weather Channel. I mean, he, he owns like all. <laughs> I I think he also like. Uh, what, what was one of the shows I think he bought too? He owned. Oh God, this is that's Hallmark. It's just you don't have to whisper. Uh, but because because I, I was going to try and find the Weather Channel. I wanted to do, do this big statement that well, like well, boom, that Byron Allen's it. making money right now. Yeah. No, no, he's. Uh, I think it's in the two. You don't have to whisper it. No, but no, it's okay, man. I, I want to watch this. <laughs> but when you when you whisper, people listen. People listen. It just felt like I lost the life I thought I was gonna have. Drama. And what about Jen? They they seem great together. And what about Jacques? You're sitting in a bright room. Like yeah. who cares? Or maybe it is because spending time with Jacques reminds me of all the things I hoped for before camp. You'll never meet a guy named Jacques. If I actually existed, ever. if I actually existed in this in this well lit <laughs> of a world, I'd probably throw up within. If I actually lived in this well lit of a world, within or, about five to ten minutes, I'd throw up. 
I think I'd throw up because because the intensity of the light in my eyes. You would just. I think it'd be like, hilarious. Your character would just get up after five minutes and pull a shade down. <laughs> just, it's like, come on. I mean, what is the deal here? I mean, it's just. And then they go outside to an even brightly lit. Yeah, outs. I mean, the lighting here that they do. There's a certain lighting they do that they they want it to look. See, this it's is a greeting card. It, this it, is different for all vacations. Like any vacation I've been on, there's your planned trips. But like in these Hallmark movies, it's they're always one after another. We're going on a taste test. We're going here. We're gonna go climb the steps of love here in Italy, and then we're gonna plant our rock. Like ugh. Just lay, who? When do people just lay in their hotel bed anymore and watch the Game Show Network? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, what, one of the things I like doing when I've been to Europe, one of the things I like doing, I liked watching TV there sometimes because it was the way they parsed the information out was so like the palette was different. It was interesting. You, <laughs> I think it'd be funny, see, like sort of if know, as like a character, you were like, you know what I, you know what I did while I was in Europe, I had a good time not relating to any of the plebes back in America. <laughs> No, I'm not that. Come on. But the point is, they're in Paris right now. I'm tying it and into the Hallmark uh, plot Billy. line here. You know, and, and yeah, there was time to just fuck around and be lazy, which was kind of cool. You know, Eat just fucking like bread exposed out of the top of the bag. You know, I tell you what, Paris, that's what was oh, good thing about Paris. You go to a store, get a little fromage, a little cheese, a little fromage, a little, get, fromage. Get, get a, a little bit of a uh, little meat and then some bread Sounded like you were saying and, and get like a, a bottle of wine, of cheese. A, a, a bottle of wine. And it was like eight to ten bucks. It was so good. You could get a beer out of a, a, a just a dispensary, like, like a Coke machine. They had a beer. Is this Jock, you think? Are you letting go of that with camera? Um, <clears throat> well, he... She's really acting right now. He still has feelings for me. Oh. Do you think you can act better right now? Do that line. Her, her line? He still thinks he has feelings for me. And try and do it in a more emotional way than her. <sighs> you can't do it? I can't it? do it because it's so preposterous <laughs> right, to me. Hold on. Let me see if I can do it. You know, he just... He, I'll react to you. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. He thinks he still has feelings for me. Oh. He, he, he had that very subtle reaction. Him kind of looking. Oh. You know. You know I, or you, you could know. do it like this. He thinks he still might have feelings for me. And this guy, you know. He thinks he still might have feelings for me. <laughs> These are all like actresses that you kind of know. Do is- I don't want to be a pirate. This drunk bitch right I here. Like I, I like how they're advertising. He's a small as, dick. As summer nights. It just says summer nights. You need to leave him in Paris. <laughs> uh, here's Cliff. No. Oh, she's pregnant. Oh, she Ooh, just pregnant fucking, in Paris. Uh oh. Obviously, they, oh, there was Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah, it's not there. Not anymore, not baby. Anymore, exactly. Paris is the most beautiful city in the world. No, uh, I tell you what, it is a pretty city. It's a pretty cool city. It's no Baltimore. I mean, what if someone said? <laughs> Listen, it's no Wilmington, Delaware. You know, it's no. hilarious because I mean, they they know how to package their city. They clean it up every night. They hose the city down. There's they my namesake. We secure our foothold now. Uh oh, here we the go. Fucking oh, yeah, 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 we're gonna be. We was eating pussy. <laughs> And Fimage. They were uh, heavily into drugs at this point. 
heavily oh, in yeah, the drugs. Oh yeah, this is between buttons or whatever. <laughs> we wrote a record <laughs> called Between the Buttons. Richard is just a gigantic junkie. <laughs> Let's see what you know. Good old IFC. <laughs> We're gonna free. Ooh, yeah. Uncut coming to America. There we go. I think we just. I think we, I think we watch this every third week, don't we? <laughs> I hate this kind of music. Oh, I, and that was like, I know, I, I never liked it then either. I really didn't. You know, like Public Enemy Just was Bell very Biv much Div- like. Bell Biv DeVoe coming out. Absolutely. She drives me. Murder she baked. There we go. Uh oh. Is that. Hannah investigates the murder of a fellow bake off judge. Come on. For you. If you promise not to judge the- this is Hallmark mysteries and movies. Ooh, ooh. All the movies got a little bit of a spooky vibe to them. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Do you want to keep this on while we do a little TV history? Not sure what the hell. Fresh, I will <laughs> well, we'll go on. When yeah, there's yeah, something good in TV it. history, yeah, yeah, we'll exactly. go off. It's okay. Oh yeah. So it's hot as balls, dude. So I go out of this casino yeah. in fucking Vegas. Yeah. I've been hot before. It was hot in Texas. It was like 95 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. It's humid. It was fucking disgusting, actually. Yeah. But in Las Vegas, it was a constant 120. Yeah. When you breathed, it was 120. When yeah. the wind blew, it was 120. Yeah. I went outside to walk to get this weed, and I got, like, to the Tropicana around the corner, and I was just like, oh, no. Yeah. And then she walked outside with me, and it was a little cooler, and I told her, I go, we're going to get, like, 30 feet, and I'm going to ask you again if you want to walk. Yeah. And she was just slow, and I go, do you want to walk back? And she was just like yeah yeah and then the whole time back she was just like oh my god oh my god yeah yeah it was so fucking hot yeah i believe that man i believe it i felt so bad for people that took their vacations and didn't know that it was going to be a historic heat wave yeah i felt bad and great that it was i felt you know it had to be that it's part of smoking their cigarettes in the casino like animals man it is it's one of the last places you can still smoke inside it's like a beer tent at a carnival absolutely yeah, I find I am. I mean, I like Vegas. I've been there enough. I've never really won because you never do. <laughs> I've been there probably six times, maybe. I went there for a Super Bowl. I went there for the Vaughn Miller MVP Broncos beating the Panthers Super Bowl. So that would have been five years ago, I think, for the 2015 yep. season. Yep. So five and a half. Now I went there for that. I Adderalled out <laughs> that weekend. I, I, You're all wired up. I, I'll tell you what. Sure. I'm going to be honest with you. Adderall, Adderall suits me well. <laughs> Adderall suits me well. You like speed? I uh, I really liked it a lot. It, it worked for me. You know. I wanted I, to go get my master's again. I, I, just, I, I felt like I could focus pretty fucking well. But then, then that's the lie. That's that's the dragon, you know, saying, uh, "Yeah, sure, sure, you can." No, no, you you are now an addict, and if you don't have it, you feel weird. If There's some. This day, 1995, the Houston Rockets sweep the Orlando Magic. I remember that series. This week, I was doing stand-up. I, I remember I'd done a set at the at Hitchcock's. And uh, game what four. What a great was, uh, era! We're just like there were comedy Hitchcock's, Roosters, Chuckles, well, no, Fuckers. No, Hitchcock's was grabbies. an open mic. There was no yeah, grabbies. Exactly. There was never a grabbies. Exactly. <laughs> Those were the comedians. Grabbies. It was Grabby Jablonski. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> stage name. You know. I, I mean, but when I first started it, seeing the detritus of the '80s, I remember being like really not liking the '80s comics. Like really looking down on them 
you know, like an asshole. And now to myself, I'm like, well, if you make a living off that and it's a satisfying life, okay, do it. I, I would not be satisfied. I find a road road comedian life to be a very sad life. I, I'm not really. Yeah. I, I don't find a very 1985. Appealing. Earl Weaver comes out of retirement to manage the Baltimore wow. Orioles. He managed the uh-ohs? How bad were they that they had to come out? Wow. Or were they? Or was it one of those things where they knew they were going to win, so they just put him on for like a... No, 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 no. What happened was they had won the World Series in 1983 with Joe Altabelli as the manager, who just died this past year. Uh, and, and Joey Weaver, off the belly. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll never forget this. I was in Baltimore in 84 watching an A's Orioles game, and the A's were winning, and there was a guy sitting behind me with this total like Baltimore accent, and he just kept saying, Joe, Joe Altabelli would come out. He's like, hey, look, everyone, it's Altabelli, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you would say it every time they can come up and they had to change pictures like five times. The A's jumped them and it was <clears throat> Oh, it's all total asshole again. <laughs> That's great. Directly uh, I mean, it's hilarious because uh, right if you did that now you'd probably be kicked out of the game, wouldn't you, in certain areas? No. No, you can yell pretty much anything you want. You just can't run. I don't onto know, the field. man. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> you just can't run onto the field. You do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, I'm Hop around. Yeah, I was at the era when you could Dude, still so much run baseball on the field. shit happens. Absolutely, it's like 1969. The man, the first manager to ever walk out into the mound takes place. It's yeah, random fucking shit. Yeah, I want to hear. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm just trying to find interesting shit. It's all good. Uh, 1976, a blockbuster trade. The New York Yankees send May uh, May Martinez Pagan. Or what the fuck? See, this is. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. This is fruitless. This is because TV's off. There's nothing big happening here. <laughs> it's sports related, you know. There's not a lot of good sports. This day in TV history. I don't think there's going to be. Happened. I mean, a lot. all the Batman movies came out this week. <laughs> yeah, I remember those movies. The first Batman came out in June? No, Batman Returns and Forever definitely came out yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw both those. I feel the like theater. the first one was a Christmas movie, right? The, first, the very first Batman? Yeah. No, was that was a summer? summer blockbuster, 89. So summer of 89. Love, that that, like, that, that like, was like... Like all of 89 was the summer for you? Yeah. It was, no, it was that 80. was a summer blockbuster, 89. <laughs> so, yeah, because it was like summer of 89. That was like... that was Because they, they didn't have, they had an advertisement of just the bat. Just a bat symbol, and like yeah, I, people I remember were getting being in cut DC. into their hair. Absolutely, and like that was back in the air where you put a champagne. This guy's champagne. name is Lowell Mantis. <laughs> this contestant has baked for three generations of her family, and provided winning recipes to the annual Eden Lake Cookbook many times. I have to ask this question: Is this truly some women's fantasies to win a Bake Off on TV? Oh yeah, God, it's just so square. I just really dude don't. you win some good uh, cash uh, sometimes I've, I've, win yourself a nice KitchenAid set I just I find it so just you wouldn't want to win a contest a square fantasy come on but it's not it's, you're <laughs> thinking of it like it's their ultimate dream <laughs> some people would just think it's cool it's not people's end all be all. But don't you think what a like, fucked up thing to strive for in your life? Like they've been like they've been waking the up every day and it's no end game. It's just that also like, oh, this would be cool if this happened. And they don't need it to because they can watch this and it that's happens. A, that's impulsive. That's impulsive. I judge it. That's I a, judge it. 
I hear what you're saying. That your argument is 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 noted. Yeah, is noted. And and uh, I just you know I still have judgments. You have judgments for it. <laughs> I totally do. She was on days of eighty nine, summer of eighty nine, when I was a, a uh, an intern at Common Cause in Washington D.C. That was the summer of Batman. And I remember seeing that Batman symbol. Were like, you into uh, Batman before that because of the no, Adam I, West? Well, I remember watching it as a kid, absolutely, and liking it as like a six, seven, eight year old. Uh, but the superhero movie thing had not happened yet. And that truly was the beginning of the superhero movie. It, Superman was in 78 and that made a lot of money too. But that, but Batman, when they did Batman in 89, that was a monster hit. It, they hit it out of the park with that one. A lot like my you know? dog. I mean, huh? it was huge. And that was a great summer. I loved that summer living in D.C. I was partying and stuff. It was a good time. It was part of me becoming a young adult when I was 20 years old, interning in D.C., playing for a softball team. And an unpaid intern who worked 20 hours a week. Then I worked at Walden Books <laughs> for, my, for my summer gig. How was that? Did you steal anything? Uh, no, no. I, I was, no, no, I did not. I did uh yeah, I did. What did you steal? <laughs> I think I stole some book about a sex the, book. You know, it, it was like the world. This is what a nerd I was about the economy. I'm I'm 20 years old. It, it was about like this one uh, 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 economist predicting a global uh, depression in 1990, the next year. So I was reading stuffed it, it into your members yeah. only jacket and yeah. walked out. <laughs> I think it was the summer, man. I think I probably just put what in the kind pot. of apparel did you wear? You didn't. You obviously didn't have a members only jacket. You weren't a hack. Yeah, I. What did you wear? A I windbreaker? Bad, yeah. Were you a windbreaker guy? Uh, I, I always had bad fashion sense. I. That's pretty bad. I, I'm pretty. I'm notoriously <laughs> bad for, for sweaters. Seem like a sweater guy. Uh, I wore some sweaters because you know, in, in big eighties fucking in, in Wisconsin, knit sweaters. It's fucking, it's fucking cold as shit, man. You gotta have a sweater on, you know. So having a good sweater on is a practical. <laughs> I imagine thing you have. saying that to all your friends who were dressed well. Yeah, I, I had it's Wisconsin. Yeah. It's cold as shit. You got to wear yeah. a big Christmas tree sweater. I, I would defend it. I would. <laughs> I, I have that much of an ego, you know. But uh, it's like I, I've always had a bad. Occasionally, I have good fashion sense. More often than not, I, I'm, it's, it's a miss versus a hit. It's a miss versus a hit. You know, there's just a lot of. I need a camera on this side now. You know, you know what I had back then? I wore a lot of flannel shirts. You know, it was definitely pre-grunge flannel shirts and shit like that. In college, but when I was that summer, you know, I, I had to wear like oh, I have a picture of me in the late Holy 80s shit! Trying to dress up for work. So here I we go. Like government bureaucrat. It's so. I'm gonna bad. lay this all down on the line. 1970, the Ray Stevens Show debuts. Do you remember that? No. How young? That's 1970. How, oh yeah, you were one. I right? was one. Yeah, you make it sound like I'm, I'm like your, your parents, grandparents. But, no, but here's and here's how where I'm old. The 70s isn't a long time ago to me. Yeah. So when I yeah. put you as like a young man in the 70s, that's not a slight to you. That's just me thinking the 70s is the 90s. <laughs> no, because the 70s were not the 90s. The 70s were its own animal. It, they were, it was its own animal. Things were pretty crazy, I think. You know, I, I feel like yeah, I look at out, people's hair were crazy. I mean, just like the, the level of conversation, you know, it was like coming out of the 60s. Nobody you know? knew about the Ray Stevens show yet. So, uh, Chinatown, Jaws, and the Blues Brothers all came out this week. Wow. Uh, 74 for Chinatown, 75 for Jaws, Jaws. and 80 for Blues Brothers. Wow. What a way to close that year out, huh? Wow. You got these two classic movies and then fucking Blues Brothers. Hey, uh, my writing partner saw Blues Brothers. Can I say, can I admit something? What? It's not a good movie. You know. Blues Brothers is not funny. It's, uh. They're not funny. They're good at music. Yeah. But that's it. 
Yeah, it's it's funny. I I, uh, I certainly I like them as a good period piece too to see Work what Chicago was two like. Two brothers with sunglasses. <laughs> We're so coked up that that's why they had to wear the sunglasses. They weren't going to wear sunglasses originally, and then they they wore them because it was they were doing so much coke. Well, Dan Aykroyd was afraid of Men in Black chasing him yeah. around too. You know, he legit believes in aliens. <laughs> oh, let me show this. Let's pull sure. this up. Sure, keep talking. So yeah, no, no, yeah, it's it's all good. You know, but uh, Jaws. I badgered my father to see Jaws. Like I, I felt like I badgered him for like six weeks. It was probably like a day or two, but it felt like six weeks. Can we see Jaws? Can we see Jaws? Can we see Jaws? I want to see Jaws. Let's go see Jaws. I want to see Jaws. Can we see Jaws? He finally fucking my whacked dad, you upside the head. Well, my dad had seen it, and he was like, okay, we're going to go see Jaws together. Like, I, I think my mom wore him down. Like, okay, it means so much to him. All right, Carol. Let's go. Okay, here we go. And I had that story about, I've told it before, I think, my brother, my, my brother. My father and I, and my brother had to go to the bathroom right before the head coming out of the boat hull scene. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that's a famous scene, you know? And my dad had seen the movie, and he knew that scene was coming up, and he was like, no, Jay, Jay, you gotta stay for just a little bit longer. And my brother had to piss really bad, you know? And and, and, and that happened, and my brother got all, got, and was pissed because he, he didn't piss himself, but it was like. He squirted a he, little bit. He was like, oh, he was so scared by it. And I think my dad got a kick out of that, like. <laughs> Anyway, you know that that was a '70s dadding, '70s mid '70s parenting tactics. You know, he'd be put to DCF, you know, DCFS now. I think it would, you know, who your dad? No, he would not. I don't know. For I, taking you to see Jaws, that's no, like a kitty no, movie. No, no, no. It, it was uh, no, but for dropping us off on our weekends, when I had dis- distinct memories of him, he lived on a farm. My parents split up. They lived 12 miles apart from each other. I got to see him every other weekend. And you know, on the on the Sunday night when he was driving us, but my brother and I home, you could tell it bummed him out. And how he dealt with it is he's fixed a very stiff gin and tonic. Hell yeah, very stiff like gin fucking and tonic, Mister Howell. That that he that he had like in this, we had those like cup holders, you know, in the middle of the car, and he had that. I remember the the cabin of the car stinking of gin. I mean, strong gin odor in the car. Like had he been pulled over, obviously he would have smelled alcohol. My, that was my old man, like, damn it, I gotta drop the kids off. Hundreds of cases like this. And I think that because it's in the consciousness, because we have, you know, a. This is a comedy genius. Half of the world believes and half doesn't. Um, we, we are, we, we're reaching a point where, as, as Stephen Bassett talks about his, his time clock. It's like the nuclear time clock uh, that we had in the 50s before we blew the world. You know, I believe he believes in it, but he dressed for the role. It's like I have to dress like an, a kooky alien guy. The world would be discharged. God. Well, we stopped that nuclear Look clock, at that. Thank, thankfully. Well, yeah, we stopped it. And but then Donald the Trump became president, and it was, it was the lowest it had ever been ever in the history of the nuclear clock. Was when Trump was president. Think about that. That was a big thing in the eighties with the nuclear war. Uh, Two minutes to midnight, you were. If you get to midnight, it was nuclear war. Two minutes to midnight, where the conditions were there, where you were two steps away from a nuclear war. You feel about Trump? Yeah. How Dan Aykroyd feels about aliens? Well, I mean, but I yeah. I uh, we're going to uh, have um, occasions uh, like the one I experienced in upstate New York in the mid eighties when I was. I woke up in the middle of the night and I said to my wife, they're calling me, they're calling me, I want to go outside, they want me to come outside and see, something outside wants me to come out and say, oh, just go back to bed. I went back to bed, but in the next day in the media, in newspapers, in radio, all over upstate New York and Ontario and Quebec and Vermont, 
people spoke about this urge they had to go out of their houses at three in the morning and look up into the sky. And 12,000 people shared this urge. And they went out and it was a big, big news story. We all came together. And of course, the Air Force said that a Chinese rocket had exploded over New York State. And what people saw was a he hasn't, massive... He hasn't taken a fucking breath. I know. <laughs> ...in the sky above the Great Lakes. Um, in Hull, Quebec, Canada... Uh, John Belushi's death really hit him hard. Oh, oh they, they were connected at the hip? You know, they were connected. I mean, they were connected. At the you know, I mean, Ghostbusters was supposed to be some alien shit that, like this. Yeah, yeah. And also, I mean, Belushi was I think that was Murray's part. Uh, Murray took over Belushi's part. Anyway, because I just uh, wanted accurate, to show you that that's uh, accurate uh, talking uh, about that, that's I didn't know that he was that serious about it. But I. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. He's amazing. into it. Yeah, that's amazing. He's into it. Because he was, uh, yeah, he wrote Blue. My, my writing partner saw Blues Brothers opening weekend in Chicago in, in the uh, at the Chicago Theater. So the crowd went nuts with the music. They went nuts. They fucking loved it because it was because it was Chicago. That opening scene, the very opening scene, when they're flying up from the southeast side where all the steel mills used to be, and you just see those plumes of smoke in that ind- industry and how that. What is a just, midwestern thing to get it's hard about. All gone. It's oh, all look, gone. that's our desolate fucking city right there. <laughs> well, exactly. Well, that's what I find interesting about it is at one time there was economic activity going on, and it's. Gone. Hey, it is gone. You see that it's over. thick cluster of smog and I mean, fog and rain and garbage. I find that they film that in my neighborhood. It's the movement of of people. At one time, it had relevance and meaning, and now it doesn't. You know, in that world, it lost out. You know, it. it uh, it, you know, it's it's heyday. Nineteen eighty one. No nukes concert at the Hollywood Bowl. Do you remember uh, that? Uh, no, I don't, but I'm not surprised. That time period, that's because Reagan had just become president. And there was a lot of fear about nuclear war with Reagan being president. Because he was just deemed to be this nut right-wing weirdo. Not realizing that 40 years later you'd have someone who was a true lunatic <laughs> running things for four years. Or trying to. Diaper Don. Well, who calls him that? I think he wears the pens. <laughs> I think Donald Trump wears the pens. That's what I've heard. Hey, you never know. I think that could be. Pens. What if he just likes to party? I don't have no. time to squat. I like to drink hard liquor, I, and I it makes me poos, squat. I guess he poos himself, you know, because he's an Adderall <laughs> act, addict. Uh, that's what I've heard. He's an Adderall activist. Yep. <laughs> he's a supporter of Adderall. Yeah. So what else happened? Anything else on TV, man? There was a, uh, Dick Tracy came out this year. God, I remember or this week, nineteen ninety. God, I was in college. I was in college when that came out. I was a uh, between my uh, well, and they copied Tim Burton. Senior, I was late. I was late college by then. I could see how artistically it copied Batman. Oh, absolutely! Like it was all bright and fucking. It's gonna it's gonna take it like directly from the pages of the comic book. It's gonna look that way. And Ned Beatty died. I, oh, I, I know. Speaking yeah. of that, that was crazy. I mean, he's well, he was like know. fucking 102 years he old. He was in every movie ever made. You know, I mean, yeah, he, he's like the John C. Riley of his time. He's unbelievable. He was in everything as a kid. He was in so many things. You know, he chose him back to school. He was the comedic relief from back to school. He was the dean who was being bought off by the uh, by uh, Roddy Dangerfield. You know, oh yeah. So Warren Beatty's his son. Dick Tracy's his son, right? Who? No, no. Warren Beatty is the actor who played Dick Tracy. Yeah, Ned is his father, right? No, Ned Beatty and Warren Beatty aren't related. Are they cousins at all? No, no. There's no. two different Beattys that got into Hollywood. Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty is the is the brother of Shirley MacLaine. 
of Shirley MacLaine. So there's just two unreal. Yes. I get that. Yes. I believe you. Yeah. But I don't think I'm shocked that you're not astounded that there's <laughs> two separate Beatties. Well, they spell it differently. That made it in it Hollywood. One's B- I think one's B-E-T-T-I-E, maybe, and then one's B-E-T-T-Y. I think it's spelled the same way. I, I could be wrong. I'm going to look I, this I'm up. I'm probably wrong. I'm fine. I probably am. I, <laughs> what I, I if they're like, what if they're they're the most brothers they could be? I, I don't think they're brothers. Maybe they are. I don't know. I, I never knew that. I don't think they are. I don't think they're related. I don't think they're related. It's Ned Beatty. B-E-A-T-T-Y. And then put on a Warren. Alright. First things first. They spell it. Yeah, I would have them listed. I don't think it does. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, again, there's it's supposed to be the winner, but it's bright. It's spelled sunny. the same exact way. It is. Wow, I was wrong. I was wrong. Yeah. I mean, you fucking mo. <laughs> Dude, I said mo a lot in my teenager. <laughs> I said it a lot. How is he not related to Ned? I'm gonna Google it right now. Yeah, you just ask the question. Ask Suri or Yuri or whatever you do now. Oh yeah, we could do that. Hey Google, is Warren Beatty related to Ned Beatty? According to Wikipedia, Beatty was not related to fellow Hollywood star Warren Beatty. Unbelievable. In I, I, I know. I knew that. I knew I was right. That's well, I wasn't was doubting it. I'm just, I'm just yeah. astounded by it. The spelling. Because this city's so full of nepotism. Well, yeah, of There's course. There's people that have different last names that are like mm-hmm. brother and sister. Yeah. <laughs> Shirley MacLaine and Warren Beatty. Yeah. You know, I mean, they have different. La- I mean, because I think they both grew up in northern Virginia. Alexandria, Virginia, I believe. Right, right outside of D.C. Where my father used to live. Right on K Street with these fucking. <laughs> with these with mows. These C Street <laughs> mows, these skull and bones. Uh, well, I used to hang out the summer of 89. One of the places I went to, Adams Morgan, was a hip area. Right, your real the first, very first The very first Ethiopian food I ever ate in my life. And your real first I liked it a lot. But then I also, uh, the uh, DuPont Circle was where there are actually good bars there, but it was the gay part of the city. Hell yeah. Uh, and it was, uh, or as it was called then, the Fruit Loop. Out in the open. That's a good time. Loudly. That's a good time. <laughs> I'd go to the Fruit Loop. You know, I want Fruit Loops now. No, well, After this podcast, the you're driving me to 7-Eleven and I'm getting know? Fruit Loops. But it was, uh, so, they, were, they were good dive bars. I got a that. stimulus. I got a stimulus from California and I'm buying Fruit Loops. You hear that, Gavin Newsom? Man, That's what you paid for. <laughs> fruit Loops. Keep the economy going. You, know. you supermodel fucking fig. You fig. You fig it. <laughs> you're the governor. No, he's a good-looking guy. Do you see this guy running against him that's walking with a bear in his ads? He's basically saying that Gavin Newsom's a pretty boy, and you need me, a grizzled old man who walks with a bear. Absolutely. You know, this is the true California spirit, you know. I don't know what that accent is. Anything close to California. (laughs) No, the true California spirit is pretty hillbilly. Yeah. Yep. But it's still pretty, like... Mexican though, so it's like whatever, bro. I live up in the mountains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll shoot you. I love the mountains. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> up in the trees, they live in their fucking crow's nests. Absolutely. So yeah. So this is Hallmark. Oh, this is mysteries. She's still trying to figure it out. Yeah, this is a weekly show. They have TV shows. They have a show called The Good Witch. God, these these make money. We saw Annie McDowell on this the last time. Who, by the way. Was, I was mortified. She did. She's not aged well. So, you were mortified. I was mortified. I was because like, the lighting in these things is so bright. It's just like, oh god, 
kind of shows a few too. Batman before. Begins came out this week. You got to be good looking to be in one of these. You got to be, you know, you got to, there's a certain look you have to have. Grease came out this week in 1978. I saw that in the theater in La Crosse, Wisconsin. You, you know something? I'm heterosexual and I liked Grease a little bit because Olivia Newton-John was pretty, but I remember I didn't, I didn't like it. I thought it was really hammy and kind of stupid. That was me. I love, dude, yeah. Summer Love and had me a blast. Me and my sister used to rent Grease, Howling Part 9, one of the Jasons. She would rent Beaches or some gay shit. <laughs> uh, fucking. Did you watch Beaches together with, 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 yeah. with Barbara Hershey and fucking <laughs> Bette Midler? Yeah. We were friends in camp. <laughs> What's that song we're she fucking sings? We were old Jewish ladies and we were friends in camp. <laughs> and our lives were intertwined. We grew apart for a while. And then we came together again. Isn't it? I mean, is that, is that what Beaches is? Yeah, it's but like, Barbara Hershey's dying of cancer. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm going to mock. But then and we came and then you died for on me. the way. Would, fucking Bette Midler's little girl self sings a song in that movie. <laughs> That my sister and her friend Janelle used to like fucking impersonate. Just no, <laughs> yeah, dude. I know. Uh, I know. What's a guy- that one you like with Cher? Mermaids. Mermaids. We used to watch yeah. that too. Yeah. Uh, quick little thing. Tie mermaids into <laughs> when I lost my. No, 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 no. It's the wrong story. It was going to be a good one too, but I, I was melding no, it together. THC. Doing? It was. I think the Nana lost my virginity. But that would be wrong. No, Mermaids was like 89. Yeah, exactly. 89 was the that was the year I fucking, you know, that's, uh, that's when I, I was going to say, if you lost your virginity to Mermaids, <laughs> you have some fucking issues. Yeah. No, I didn't. I did not. an entire movie about Catholicism and how Catholicism fucks people up. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't. Uh, I, we were, we were going to go see it, but instead we had sex. Oh, good call. I mean, yeah, 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 exactly. But, but, but that, that's it's in my mind. They're related, you know. <laughs> have you ever seen mermaids? You know, I never have actually. I never I'm, with well, Sh- Cro- Cher I'm pulling and, up the and trailer Winona. right now. Yeah, Sharon Winona Ryder. Right? I mean, I think it was kind of a, a dramatic. I mean, I think it was. Yeah, it, it's I know it's actually an okay movie. I mean, it's a good movie. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I don't just throw a thought up. No, oh, it's Ryan. not bad. It's not a bad movie. It's all about. It's better than Beaches. Th- there was an anti. Yeah, the, don't tell the, me. Let me guess. Who could it be? Could it be me? Here's the, here's the most unbelievable part. If I'm right, doesn't the dude who plays Mario fucking get with Cher? Mario, what kind of Mario? The fucking Mario. shorts. The well, the shoe guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so Bob check Ryan. this out. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins gets oh, with Cher. Yeah. Yeah. Many things. Charlotte, would you? <coughs> still, his moonstruck was still in here. Can't use that music. Like a woman about to go forth in sin. Oh, good. Exactly the look I was hoping for. That's how Rachel liked it. One, two, three, come She's share. She's share. Sometimes I feel like you're the child and I'm the grown up. What is this? Cheese ball. Is that Christina Ricci? Yes. Yep. Marshmallow kebabs. Man. I'm going to torture every one of my boyfriends. That thing seems yeah, the cat. Like there was definitely like, some Catholic, like you know, undertaking. You know, we're gonna take. Well, she's Catholic searching people. for the man of her dreams, and don't worry, she's gonna meet Bob Hoskins. Well, he was a respected actor for a while. Yeah, you know what? He's not attractive. Yeah, he's also Thank not alive anymore. That's another thing he's not. So, talk to you about sex. Oh yeah, doesn't she think she's pregnant the whole time? The whole movie, she thinks she's. Yeah. About everything. She's a wonderful mother. Why did you think you were pregnant? You're still a virgin. 
I checked. I touched. I rubbed up in there. I couldn't get through wow. that high. I mean, that thing's wow. like that thing's like the Steelers I, defensive line. It's the Iron Curtain. You're closed. You're sewn up. <laughs> Dude, you're I, tight. Just got, I just got sucked into the preview. I'll be honest with you. I went on an emotional oh, journey there. It just worked for me. Finish high school. Great start. What's your major? Town tramp? No, mom. The town already has one. Oh yeah. No, do, do, dude. Do, do. Winona Ryder fucks like a thirty-year-old in this movie. Yes. I think so. Yes, yeah. she does. Yeah. She straight yeah, up statches. She gets she gets statched. I know. Well, you we know, know it's right. you know. This guy. He's not thirty. Yeah, he is. Shut up, Charlotte. But he's a he's a a confident man. He's a steady man. Oh, he drives the. He's a he has a sturdy trade. He has a sturdy trade. Drive a bus. A stu- I think it's kind of a sturdy trade, you know. It's a- That's peaches. Church. That's beaches. <laughs> her little sister dies because of it. Yeah, I, I have not, I have not seen mermaids. You worked up over mermaids. It's hilarious. You're on. Uh, but no, with uh, she's seen those those types of movies in every Sandra Bullock movie. She's on. <laughs> I tell you what, I got a minute. Young Sandra Bullock was. I thought she was very attractive. In my twenties, my twenty four, twenty five. That's when I first got exposure to Sandra Bullock, and I was like, wow, she's she was easy on the eyes to me. She had a, I always had a soft spot for a very pretty actress. You know, it's like they know what they're doing. You know, means white. <laughs> that means white. No, I mean, they, I, I, I would have like I, I'd get like turned on by an by an actress every once in a I mean, Listen, Gal Gadot, seeing her, it's you don't gotta mind say it. we know Whoopi Goldberg is fine. <laughs> I want to be Dude, my best friend dance in the sequel. My, Adam Crocious, you know? my best friend uh, Wesley used to say that he was attracted to Whoopi Goldberg as a joke so much that it ended up you thought you like he was so good at pretending he, was, he would get into detailed scenarios <laughs> about the sex he would have with Whoopi Goldberg and he would gross people out because my <laughs> because everybody was racist and like. Uh. Yeah, absolutely. He would he would be like, I'm gonna he, one time he goes he goes, I'm gonna ride her from the back. He goes, and I'm gonna grab her braids and roll them up a couple times in my hands and pull her back like a horse. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. I People like my our racist friends would be like, Stop it. Stop it. What's the matter? You don't think she's gorgeous? You don't think she's fine? You think she's good? Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, leaning into it, leaning into that—that's always a. Funny but one. also, I don't know if he was joking ever. He just yeah. sold it so well yep. as a joke. Yep. Look at this fucking old horse shit. Oh. I hate this fucking oh, show. This show was a cutting edge show. Uh, very first. You know time what was cutting up? edges is yeah. fucking old, old old girl's nipples. Uh, uh Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this is Cheryl Ladd. This is post Farrah Fawcett. This is like, uh, this is the first year. This is probably 77 or 78. Dude, like we've said, this is when men became beautiful. Can we see what? I'm going to guess this is the first year. After, this is 77 or 78. Season four. Ooh, I was wrong. I was wrong. This is like 79 or 80. I'm losing it, Keith. <laughs> I'm losing it. I used to be well, if to, it's not a Vikings running back, you don't, you know. But but like the lighting and stuff, the way this like looks, this looks more Why late seventy. Shirt unbuttoned. Why did he force him? <laughs> I'm just not ready. Oh yeah, he just because it's raped fucking her. the seventies, man. <laughs> just what this is a holy shit. He's shaking her. What you gotta say? It's also like a criminal investigation. Maybe this is part. This is part of the thing, you know. When we get to the house, <laughs> it's <said> Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Don't muss my collar. Is that Richard Belzer? Okay. Dude, everybody was just permed up, padded up. 
Yeah, um, think of the ready coke. to roll. Think of, at the when this show wrapped, when this show when they had a wrap, it must have just been like. Get the coke out. Let's have some fun. Oh, on that Arizona know? mirror back there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, this is this see is that funky ass music. Well, you know, they're investigating a crime. You see, she's Charlie's Angels. They're, this you know, was this show was cutting edge because those weren't rotary phones. Oh yeah, they have yeah. buttons on the yeah, phone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That was. Did a, that blow ooh, your yeah. little dick out of your pants? I, I was like, that's a fucking that that's that's fucking Mom, California. Can we get man. that phone? I'm being like, whoa. Oh, I, I think it was like silent. Like whoa. I was almost intimidated. By my friends are calling me. Verbalize it. I was my like, friends whoa. call me a figgot because we have the rotary <laughs> phone. <laughs> but it was. Is this Blythe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in Arizona here. Yeah, they, they went out and filmed the desert. Yeah, we'll go on location. It'll be cheap. Yeah, you know, put a mirror that says Arizona in the background. And that's no, how you weave it in. This is like the is Joe Don Curly Baker. from the Three Stooges. I'm glad you told me you stopped here. We got to talk. Listen, that get in here. We got a stock tip. Was he just randomly in a silk robe? <laughs> this is another thing I... Men just drank openly, which is like, it still happened. I don't think I've ever answered the door not in clothes. (laughs) I've come from nude to fully clothed to answer the door. Yeah. (laughs) I've answered in a row. One time my aunt answered the door with her bed, her blanket wrapped around her. And I was horrified. (laughs) <laughs> like why wouldn't you wait it's how much more are we waiting for you to put clothes on i've answered in a row before i've answered in a row your weird bear's blanket around <laughs> your fucking gross hairy bush <laughs> yeah that'd be kind of yeah that'd be odd look at uh, that hench that's a kick-ass leather jacket though on the right look at there. that nose that, that's a pretty badass that jacket. looks like a fake face it's gotta be that'll cost you a dollar extra it's a dollar extra. It'll cost you a dollar extra. Thank you. I made my 500 bucks in this fucking role. Gene Wilder. Ugh, I mean, look at these. Oh, they were doing porn and shit, too, I'm sure. Fucking Ron Bennington over there. <laughs> <laughs> the golden child. I saw this the IFCs play different shit. Yeah. Like the, the HD IFC will have something different on. Are they going through a Murphy phase right now or something? Like they have, Yeah, this is America Murphy run amok right here. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. A low down, <laughs> dirty shame. There's this fucking dickhead comic I don't like. And his he he does the same thing. His his whole shit is an act. His thing on stage is that like everybody's dorks. He's not a dork. He works. He's off working hard and people are seeing their movies. And he, I've never seen a TV show or a movie, but then you try and talk to him off stage and he really does that. Like we were talking, I was telling people about the Eddie Murphy run amok phase in movies. Yeah. 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 And he cuts in. He's like, what are you guys talking about? I'm like, oh, we're talking about Eddie Murphy run amok. And he like looked at me cross. Like he like no sold it. Oh, he and didn't was know just, what it was. Or no, he does. He's a fucking yeah, actor. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime he does stand up. Cause this whole thing is like, he's a real guy. Oh God. He works hard. I he, can't stand. He's it never I, seen a television show. He doesn't have time for it. That's nerd fi- figget shit. <laughs> he riffs. Oh, He'll heckle comics if he knows they're like he wants to like go off the cuff. Don't do your set. What are you fucking Bill Hicks or something? Or you no. Yeah, you. Know. He's Jeff Carasalis. He's the worst. <laughs> yeah, that whole. But anytime he does stand up, I want to go up and I'm gonna be like, Jeff, you have an IMDb page. You're the least authentic person <laughs> in the room right now. You have an entire page listing the pretend people that you are. <laughs> You're not real. 
Oh, this was yeah. This was the this end show of is Child. real. Everybody, I saw Golden Child in the theater, man. Because Murphy was. Oh, that I'm sure you did. Good. How much was a movie ticket? Eighty nine cents at that point. No, come on, man. Uh, it was uh, five. My bucks. father five flipped bucks. me a quarter. This, this was an effect. This my, was an effect. My quarter. daddy flipped me a quarter and wanted change. This, this, I remember this being. So, what like, was a movie ticket? Nine seventy five. No, no, it was a uh, five bucks. It's five bucks. <clears throat> He's clearly a puppet. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's the golden shark. It, it was gonna... Dude, you know the little can, the little Pepsi guy that he makes out of the can? Yeah, yeah. My dad made that one time for us. <laughs> he was hammered one night and he made that out of a Pepsi can. And that blew our childlike minds. Like that saved him for years of yeah. being. He could be a drunk the next three years. He made the Pepsi <laughs> guy from the golden child. Yeah, I remember this being a fucking big deal. Yep. I remember the effect actually looking kind of cool. <laughs> Thinking it looked for the time, like, 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 nineteen eighty nine, Eddie Murphy. No, no, this is eighty seven or eighty six. Look at that little Asian kid. Exactly, you're funny. Dude. I don't think he speaks a word the whole movie. Yeah, because he's just very noble and. But probably didn't I speak mean, a lick of English. Was, this is when Murphy started to kind of lose it in my eyes. He ran amok. Yeah, I mean, uh, probably Harlem Nights isn't really accelerated, but it, it wasn't good anymore. He wasn't as. <laughs> Can you put that Jesus cloth over? They have sex in this. She was this exotic woman. Huh? The kid didn't say anything in the movie? No, he didn't. Nope. You he, he, didn't get a screen actor guild credit then. <laughs> you only get a screen actor guild credit if you say a lie. He didn't say anything. He just, he just stood there and <laughs> they just looked Asian. Fucking sham. <laughs> well, of course. You know, I'm sure that that, that probably factored into the budget. Yeah, he's just a Nepali little Asian kid. You're funny kid, huh? <laughs> she, uh, I remember thinking she was just exotic like just this maybe he talks here hold beauty. on look at him okay so you drop in a shirt off and then you come back yes good <laughs> listen you i bought this for you okay you put that on and you had to worry about none other kids messing with your head while you're here good try not to look all squint-eyed <laughs> looking all goofy like an asian look at her she was <laughs> Look at that awful downtown L.A. Just boring, shitty downtown L.A. You can, I could be a pot and I throw a rock at you. You make it float off and hit the wall. Standing ovation all over the place. Why are you just walking down a random hill? Where were you coming from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, we're coming from so-and-so. I was back here smoking house. a joint and they were just watching. <laughs> in the middle of a park and all of a sudden, you know. <laughs> That's literally shot like in Silver Lake or something, looking down on it, right? Isn't that where they're at right yeah. now? Or like no, known white nationalist Eddie Murphy. <laughs> play the bass, you're gonna play the bass, gonna sing your song. That came out in 87, I believe. Golden yeah, Child. probably. Ask Google. You know what else came out in 87? Keith, Keith Richard Paisel. Exactly. Released, dropped. My mom dropped me. You know, I tilted my mom's uterus when I was born. Oh, man. Not pa she can't foster a child because of me. <clears throat> I was the last one. Yep. Yep. That's how I do it. Yep. That's how we do it in these parts. Yep. That's what happens. She resents you for it. No. no. She was no. done. Yeah. Two two's enough. She two, wanted you, to go do drugs. You, you you you've done your job. She was eighteen and twenty two when she had my sister. That, that that was my mom's age. I was eighteen with my brother and twenty two. My mom me. was not a feminist though. Yeah. Ooh, we can watch this is classic. This is like oh, what the fuck? You cutting into the good doctor on us? No, it's just their Wait, what about Godfather Part Two? You want to put on the Godfather Part Two? Yesterday, fuck you, we won. 
<laughs> what? The story that I broke oh. about the fucking La Brea stabbing. It's news stuff. What's, what's going on? Is there a murder or something? There, no, there, yeah. There's always murder, Crow. This well, is yeah, fucking... Yeah, but so like, the janitor at the Park La Brea was fatally Gotta find Godfather, too. because I have good commu- connections to the union community here. I think yeah. I lost Godfather, too, Crow. With his GoFundMe page. Uh-huh. So we got the story before anybody else did. Good for you. Good for you. We're just popping around. Do you want to wind the show down? I got to find it. I got to come back around. The clicker's broke. (laughs) I went hard on the clicker. We're just rotating through. So do you want any closing thoughts for the show, though? No, man. I just... um... I'm not then put you on the spot. Dist- I was disturbed a little bit this 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 episode. And Why? It, watching like, when I watched those commercials from the late seventies, how bad the lineup was for NBC. NBC was a wasteland. Do you know that Johnny Carson, the Tonight Show, was twenty five percent of of all of NBC's revenue in the late seventies. One guy was one. Well, yeah, there was like it. fucking four channels still. Yeah, but but the, the point is, he was one guy. That that's how important he was for the network. The network was so bad too; it had no good programming. It was terrible. It didn't get good until they got Hill Street Blues in there. That's when it became like more like yes, it's a more we're gonna do more dramas here, you know. And then they got the comedy lineup. Got that Cheers in there in '82. And family ties. They knew what they were doing on the, on the sitcom side. They knew how the family was changing in the 80s. It wasn't like the 70s. It was different. It's Reagan guys changing things a little bit in a way. We got to work more. Than we like were. All this black entertainment. It's Juneteenth. Yeah, we're celebrating Juneteenth here on the podcast. Okay. We're going to wear our African garb and take a picture our after daishiki. this. Yeah. Look at all these white guys being like, yeah, I've never said it. <laughs> And in the months it. leading up to this week, <laughs> Satilla Shores was on edge. And there was a buzz around the neighborhood about all the property crimes that were occurring. You know, they just ooh, smell ooh, like ooh. beef jerky. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, yeah. 48 Hours is, is a cop drama, right? Isn't it? Or it's a yeah. Like, it's like criminal investigation. They're all cop dramas. <laughs> God. It, it's our culture. Uh, needless to say, trust is not one of the dominant emotions of our culture. Would you agree with me on that? There's not a lot of trust between people. Unless you're in Canada. You know, not our Canadians culture. trust. Yeah, but I mean, like, in, in the United States, I'm saying. It's not that drastically different. I mean, is, isn't that... Oh, I mean, it, we, what are they in fucking Chinatown? What, what it is. How are you going to get away with shooting the Don? I'll wrap the gun in a towel <laughs> and it will still fire seamlessly <laughs> through. I can aim all regular. Well, he, he shoot it a couple times. You know, it'll muffle it. But he also did it during broke this. his fucking hand. He also did it during That'd this. That'd be time. hilarious if he does it and he unwraps the gun and his hand's all mangled. <laughs> hand. uh, what am I doing? Uh, uh, this is why I talk like this. Because when I shot the towel gun, it fucking mangled my hand. <laughs> oh, yes. You could act like a man. No. Uh, this, I always like this scene because this, you know, this is when he assumes when the watching, position. Everyone will be watching the figgots. This is when he the, the, the mob is advancing because of him taking him out. The mob becomes more sophisticated because you know, he's of He's just Don hopping Corleone. roof to roof like Batman. Now, hey, man, that's what you did back then. It was little Italy. Is it People what you did? Poor, is you that know? what you did back then? That I remember doing. I remember that doing that specifically. <laughs> 
Hey, oh, you got me my gun. You know, you can just stash a pistol in a fucking sto- in a steam a- pipe somewhere. Mario Puzo grew, grew up on the Lower East Side, and that's what he said. Like, Crow, please, Mario. <laughs> they say it like they say it like mongrel Italians. Mario, Mario the pasta. <laughs> Mario Puzo. <laughs> what is your auntie? Woody Allen. Hate Italian. Come on. Dude. You gotta be- they're the Puerto Ricans of white people. Come on, man. I, I, I think they got a personality. Yeah, annoying. Fun. Come on. Annoying. You know? I, I say at work, we have aioli. I was like, aioli is just mayonnaise's Italian cousin. <laughs> it's your cousin aioli. You know, I got a little spice. Here we go. What's fucking, he doing? Look what at that retard the- just dressed. Who dresses like that? This is He's a pimp in fucking 1908, whatever, uh, Lower East Side or 1924 Lower I know. East Side. You it's know? all, even the black ones. I'm just like, why are you, what are you doing with your life? You dressing know? like a goddamn flamingo. You want to show it off. Yeah, It's part of your, it's a weird arrogance. Do you know what I would want to do if I ran a pimp empire? Not be conspicuous. Well, I know, I know, exactly. But it's, that's part of it all too. Is you, you're going to fire the your towel dick gun. Out of your pants. Doesn't even have to aim. It's going to fire right through the towel. I hope they show it when he goes with his mouth and does it. This character in the book, well, whatever, when he when he kills him here and he goes up to him and shoots him in the mouth, he notices he has marinara sauce all over his lapels because he's a slob when he eats. He's a big goomba. He splatters it all. Hey, whoa, hey. <laughs> he slobbers it all over the place. He's like this total scumbag Italian. And you know that's a white guy playing a Cuban. It has to be. Well, no, no, that that's he looks that, Cuban. That's he's trying Don. To- that's the Don of, of Little Italy, and that and this is this is when. Uh. This is you when shot me with your towel. <laughs> this is when towels don't fire. Don bullets. Corleone takes over. This is when uh, I don't understand why you're repeatedly shooting me with your bedroom towel. <laughs> this is when Marlon bedroom takes towels over. are not supposed to be loaded with bullets. This is the key moment. This is the this is where he assumes control over the uh, over oh, crime yeah. on the Lower East Side. Oh, it's I know a it's a moment. big moment. Yep. But I'm just wa- I just want to use it to <laughs> viciously make fun of the Italian nationality. You know, <laughs> listen, I, I, they're a bunch I've... of cheaters. <laughs> yeah, hopefully Monty's they're just not done. <laughs> I'm sick of Ita- I'm sick of it. I'm sick of your ma- mafia. The food's fine. Olive Garden mastered it. Olive Garden, your food is your mom's spaghetti is not better than Olive Garden. I'm sorry, they figured it out. Oh God! Hey, ooh! <laughs> the mafia is done. They all work at J.C. Penney. <laughs> they're all corporatized. Oh, it's yeah, not I real. Think it's, yeah, I think it's there's there's still a mafia out there. It's yeah, but it's all in like building permits and shit. Yeah, it's, it's turned into something different. This is like good old. And that's street what's annoying cop. about it too is these mafia pricks. They got nothing going on because the mafia is not real anymore. So then they're like taking tokens at the train and they try and grease you like it's real. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, I'll slide you this. <laughs> you fucking human. And meatball, <laughs> Jesus, dude! This is like Woody Allen when he saw Woody Allen does not like Italians. Yeah, you know, I mean, you They're really too have old a, for you him. You have a real issue. I, I never knew this. They're the worst. My, my writing partner's Italian. He's from yeah. Brockton, Mass. Does he love it? I'm sure he loves yeah, it. He's very much. I'm sure it. he loves. It. <laughs> <laughs> he's very much into it. <laughs> but he's like he's smart. I mean, there's, man, there's some intelligence in there. He's gonna man. be wrapped in the flag when I see him. <laughs> Bro, exactly. let's go get some pasta. <laughs> <laughs> he is old school in certain ways, which I like. But um, 
Oh, playing the lute and singing the song on the Lower East Side. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen a group of people. <laughs> this makes me cringe. Leah Berman's family sits around and plays guitar and sings. Oh, yeah. And to me, that's not reality. Because, like, I just came up from... A, here was the, my mingling with people in my family. Yeah. The f- core group, my sister, my mom, my dad, we all liked each other. Everything beyond that was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah when we yeah, went somewhere, yeah. we knew how long we were going to be there. Yep. We weren't going to get involved in any of their bullshit. Yeah. We're going to speak when we need to. Yep. You sing happy birthday. You don't yep. tell their little fucking son that there's no Santa Claus. He's, yeah. in, he's in eighth grade and he still thinks that a mythical person gives him presents. <laughs> Don't bother him about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then we bounce. We're there for like two, three hours. Yep. But this spontaneous fucking let's go caroling, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Italians sitting on a porch singing and tugging on their singing babies bare feet. Come on. A <laughs> I mean, I always say Coppola just romanticizes Italian culture. It's so like romanticized. Come and touch Aguero's baby feet. Aurelian Jr. But you have to admit it. They got a flair for the dramatic. The Italians have a flair for the and dramatic. And just my Italian know? friends need to know, I don't hate the, I don't hate you. I hate what you are. <laughs> I hate it is <laughs> your I hate the salami hanging from you no know, hey, no no I tell you what I've always gotten along well with the Italians the Italians and the Jews I get along with well you know I I, I always have but I, but I mean you know whatever you know, people got their beefs I'll you know? tell you Shum about the Jews <laughs> you know my my first stepfather was Jewish so I remember going to the synagogue a few times and meeting his family extended family they were cool enough to me but you know let's be honest he was marrying a shiksa. So that's you know it's a blonde woman. He, I don't know how he Ooh, scored fences, that. Fences. Let's learn. Oh, oh, this is good. This is good. Oh yeah. Oh like yeah. This. I like this. Nobody say you ain't done what was right by him. Look how long you took care of him till he wanted his own place. I'm gonna take this iron and I'm gonna beat you upside the head with it. What is, All black period pieces involve someone who fucking mishandles their wife. Yeah. Yeah. His head. I wouldn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, and I'm fifty. Look at how this is where i'm modern and spoiled yeah i would find that kitchen unacceptable oh yeah 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 well i mean with this is also like 60s pittsburgh you know what i mean yeah i mean so you know a booming town they should have more fucking jars on their fucking counter Uh uh-oh jesus christ no wonder they don't got anything yeah, well, he's, you fucking drunk. You know, you know. Yeah, fucking drunk. What is this the Tupac movie? Okay, oh, the fences. I mean, it's, it's a, I've I've wanted to see this movie. I thought it was. I mean, when Denzel's in it for crying out loud. All right. Well, this show's going until one thirty in the morning, guys. Oh, man, I, I don't yeah. know if we can. Yeah, no. I, mean, no. I, I don't want to watch it. I'm saying at some point I want to see this movie, but I can't find it. How you feel about the episode? You want to wind her down yeah, a little we bit? Should a little bit yeah. All right. We'll 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 ease into the five minutes here. That's cool. We're gonna Absolutely. land the plane. We're putting the landing gear down. Absolutely. We'll be on the ground shortly. You know, yeah, you're you just relax. To... We've enjoyed your flying with American Airlines, yeah. Southwest. I'm just hitting random. When I saw see this movie, this reminds me of. Uh, is this like Black Willie Loman, like Death of a Salesman? For some reason, that that that's that sort of like vibe I get, which is that's just my interpretation. 
I've seen like five minutes of this movie. It, it seems like it's an aging African-American man whose dreams, obviously, he's upset about the fact certain things didn't happen. In his well, life. yeah. And he's trying to keep his family together. Trying to find some credits. Which way, trying to a, find a, a good way to thing. end it on here. Here we go. Her pen pal. They were in Badass. So very much like they're about to embrace, we've we've completed the podcast. Do you have anything to plug? I mean, I tell What's you your... what, you have to have a mug to be in these Hallmark movies. You got to have a mug. You you, you can't be. You got to be a looker. <laughs> the men are handsome. The women are, you know, I mean, she's a pretty woman. <clears throat> you, you can know? follow Crocious on at, Twitter at Insecure, Insecure Comic. Comic. Yes. Let's listen to Jock. To do that. That's what he's to say. I don't want to they're obviously going to kiss, right? I don't want to fight. Follow me at Keith Pazel. I'm the only Keith Pazel on do, the internet. Do all of the moments. And you're there. I, I, God, I just I'm so out of touch. So out of touch now. I'm not sure. So out of I touch. Know the way I feel about you is real. It was always real. And I don't know. <laughs> Let me pleasure myself what more. We're doing or what we are. Well, no, it's 4:30 in the morning in Burbank. It's probably freezing. <laughs> I don't no. with you. And if my impassioned speech didn't convince you, then... He has to meet her first, right? Do they meet together or does he meet her? You know Follow I mean? the YouTube channel, everybody. Yeah. As I, they I, as they take hands, they're gonna... Uh, we're gonna get the kiss and then the, the song's gonna play. This is the perfect ending for the show. Go in for it. This kiss just, means so yeah. much in these movies because they can't Of course, fuck. exactly, exactly. This kiss means the rest of their life. So all the plot lines are now being resolved, right, at this moment, Here it is. Too. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. She she went in for the kiss first. It's been a great show. People Follow like, you know, somebody, I don't mind Keith Pazel.com. <laughs> yes, good show. 